With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. What are we talking about this evening? I need the copy up. Can't get the copy up, sorry. <laughs> now we're going to go crazy with the mouse again? <laughs> no. Okay, we'll start the show with a... Uh, well, I don't have a prayer, so we're going to start the show the way it is. Then the ups and downs for the week. And China is no one's friend, unless Brian wants to say they are father. Followed by the political smackdown. And is there such things as pennies from heaven? We'll find out if we get to it. No, I'm not in the mood for a prayer right now. So, ups and downs for the week. Down. From CNSNews.com. Despite technological advances in newer vehicles, the American Automobile Association rescued a record 32 million drivers nationwide in 2015, including 900,000 in the Washington, D.C. area alone. AAA announced Wednesday. Vehicles today are advanced more than ever, yet all are still vulnerable to breakdowns, said Cliff Rood, managing director of AAA's Automotive Solutions. Anything mechanical is prone to breaking down. What kind of stupid thing is that to say? Sleek, low-profile tires are highly susceptible to damage. Electronic keyless ignitions can zap battery life, and despite advanced warning systems, more than half a million drivers ran out of gas last year, Rudd explained. That's because some people, no matter how many times you remind them, they just keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. AAA found that the new high-tech systems, such as a keyless ignition, drain batteries. Any alarm has to run while your car is turned off. Your computer is still on when your car shuts off. 
the clock is still on when your car shuts off. You get the idea? All that drains your battery. The only really safe way to do it is put a second battery in with a with a switch. And you can switch between two batteries. In case you screw up and drain the main battery, you know. One of the leading reasons for roadside assistance in 2015, it can lock the driver out of the vehicle while the engine is running. I've been told this has happened to numerous people. I don't know. In addition, many vehicles lack a spare tire, <laughs> which has increased the need for rescues. To increase gas mileage, spare tires have been replaced with tire inflator kits. People can't even handle changing their tires. How the hell are they going to repair their own tire on the road? In an earlier finding, AAA found that just 5% of cars were equipped with tire inflator kits in 2006. By 2015, 33% of cars on the road had tire inflator kits instead of spare tires. Well, if they put that uh, relic grease in there, you can't do that. See? Problem already, right? Come back. With dead air here, come on. Anyway, so good good luck with your tire inflator kits. Um, if they have that green goop stuff in there, you may be able to get away with just throwing that on and taking off. But uh, I don't know. I have no idea what these tire inflator kits are or what kind of tires they're trying to inflate and how the heck they got deflated to begin with. Well, I wish AAA would come up here because we need help. AAA can't do anything for me up here, Susan. Thank you for that. In earlier finding, AAA found that just 5% of cars were equipped with tire inflator kits, but now 33%. However, AAA noted that tire inflator kits are not a substitute for a spare tire. No, duh. First they went to those stupid donut tires, and now no, no tires. Uh, every, uh, you know, must keep AAA in business. Flat tires are not a disappearing problem, but spare tires are, said John Nielsen, AAA's Managing Director of Automotive Engineering and Repair. Automakers are facing increasingly stringent fuel economy standards, and the spare tire has become a casualty in an effort to reduce weight and boost miles per gallon. And thanks to the government involvement in, in uh, automobiles unconstitutionally, we have these unsafe cars that are made out of plastic, and guess what? Fatalities on the road are on the increase because we need better gas mileage. It's good that you're saving money at the tank and your whole family's wiped out in one car accident. But don't worry. Uh, there'll be plenty of money in the bank for what comes next. Federal Highway Administrator Gregory Nadeau stated that summer months have the highest traffic fatality rates in comparison to the rest of the year. For a variety of reasons, June, July, August have among the highest fatality rates of any month. Notably, longer days allowing more traffic, more people driving long distances for vacations, or using rental cars to drive in relatively new surroundings, he said. 
Tribulation Center calls for roadside assistance also peak in the summer. It is a harsh fact of life, but more batteries fail in July than in January. That's because the summer heat can kill a car battery 33% faster than winter cold, said John Townsend, manager of public and government affairs at AAA's Mid-Atlantic Western office. Most drivers fail to realize that vehicle maintenance is a year-round focus. Your owner's manual is your Bible, and it can prevent you from being stranded on the side of the road. Moving right along and up from the Associated Press, Cleveland's safe and successful turn as host of the Republican National Convention has helped establish it as an ideal location for large events, but also a city that people will consider when deciding where to live and do business, Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson said Friday. It really puts us in a different light with a different image. The mayor said at a news briefing. Police reported a total of 24 arrests during the four-day convention that ended Thursday night. A surprisingly no number can be attributed to a massive police presence and to safety concerns that encourage protesters and visitors from coming to Cleveland this week. That's your pet peeve. You just blew past that? Maintenance on friggin' vehicles. You're always what do you want on... me to do? Yell at them? Everybody, you're always getting on everybody about that to maintain their vehicles. Right, and they just said most drivers don't. They, take, they don't. Poor people can't afford to take it to the, the mechanic all the time. And they're just as clueless as people with money that take their vehicle to the mechanic all the time they don't know how to do anything and by the way since the overwhelming well a majority of people that graduate with a bachelor's degree from college are functional illiterates that's why they don't read the owner's manual because they don't understand it they can't read they can read the words they can pronounce that they don't know what it means no reading comprehension. They are, by all, they are functional illiterates is what they are. That's what definition of a functional illiterate. Uh, so I don't know how anyone's going to read the manual. They should start sending them with uh, DVDs to watch because we've raised a whole generation of idiots. Thanks to us. About 2,000, back to this story, but before I was so rudely interrupted, again with this. Uh, my trackpad's gone crazy again. Speaking of owner's manuals, you have one for this, but it doesn't help you. There's nothing I can do about it. And what they're really not telling you in this story, of course, it's from the AP. Um, the other reason that there was not hard, nothing happened at the convention is because of all the armed citizens that were out and about. Well, that's your take. Tell, show me the uh, article you got on that. No, no one's talking about. They well, were talking. Then how do you know how many people were there with guns? Because Cam and Company was talking about it, and they had some people that were at the convention. Good. Then tell us how many people were there with guns, since you listened to it on a different radio show. 
and it's not in the copy for this radio show. They said there were people on the buses were carrying. They were on, on the protest sites carrying. So that's all they said. Okay. I'm sure that they will argue that about 2,800 law enforcement officers from around the country joined 500 Cleveland officers for a security force that responded quickly to hints of trouble. 300 police officers patrolled downtown on bicycles, with Cleveland Police Chief Calvin Williams spending parts of two days riding along on patrols. And that's what you said before the convention. You said they better have tons of cops, right, out there, <laughs> and they listen to you. That was the show before the convention. Okay. The demonstrations uh, that many feared would end in pitched battles between police and protesters turned at times into carnival-like scenes on Public Square. The city's commons with bongo players, protesters dressed as nuns on stilts, and children and adults alike splashing in the square's water feature. There were tense moments. It's funny, normally you get arrested for doing that. There are tense moments and some angry words over the four days as anarchists, anti-Muslim protesters, and pro-capitalist groups congregated on the square. Yet most people seem to get along, as even those with divergent views on politics and other matters engaged in respectful discussions. See, what does that even mean? What is a pro-capitalist pro protester? I, I know, it's the AP, but still, look at the way they're categorizing people. Anti-Muslim protesters, really? I really don't think any of those were that was anti-Muslim protesters. I really don't think... Oh, I they. know there were. What are you, crazy? I'm an anti-Muslim protester. Are you kidding me? I protest every day. And what the heck Islam is evil. It's not a religion. It's not, certainly not a religion our founding fathers recognized. The Second Amendment does, uh, First Amendment does not apply to it, and uh, not to mention, again, we don't get our rights from the First Amendment. It just guarantees our rights. And when they said religion, they meant the different and divergent Judeo-Christian faiths, not any other kind of faith. They didn't recognize any other religion as Christians are not to do. They're funny that way. And what is a pro-capitalist? group someone who uh, <laughs> is for capitalism instead of socialism you could call them anti-socialist anti-communist anti-left-wing little progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards how come they're not listing all of the socialists that were there i don't know i didn't finish the story yet so i don't know what they did uh by Thursday evening, law enforcement officers appeared to relax. Some played ping pong with visitors to the square, while others kicked the soccer ball around with children. Yeah, well, I don't want to be a country to play soccer. What's with the soccer ball? Where's the football? Where's the baseball and mitts? Why aren't they playing catch? Why are they playing stupid soccer? European football. Why are the police getting paid to play with them? Because they do. <laughs> Uh, at one point, Chief Williams, all there was 2,800 visiting police officers there, so I guess they had plenty of cops. Early Friday afternoon, what just happened again? 
early Friday afternoon, Cleveland had mostly pulled itself back together. Security fencing and barriers had blocked some downtown streets, had been removed while hotels emptied. Just a few people lingered on Public Square on an oppressively warm day. A street vendor pushed a car with drastically reduced convention-related items, including red baseball caps emblazoned with Make America Great at half price. Seven Cleveland Police bicycle officers circled the empty square before riding off. Without a question, there was an extremely heavy police presence. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you only had 300 cops at 2,800 from around the country. Wow, that's a lot. That's great, though, Brian. They're showing that they're supporting. I don't know what they're showing. I'm sure they got paid. Without question, there was an extremely high presence in Cleveland, with officers, for the most part, protecting people's rights to peacefully protest, said Eric Ferrero, an Amnesty International Deputy Executive Director who helped oversee teams of observers in Cleveland. Wow. This is for the Democratic National Convention? No, this Convention? is GOP. This is back at the GOP. This is the GOP. This is how... What Why are we talking it's over? Why are we talking about that? The because, DNC's going on right now. No, no, it's not going on yet, but... Yes, it is, and it's on MSLSD every night. Anyway, we're talking about this because they were saying Greens. that there were going to be riots in the streets, and they were going to be burning buildings, and all. none of that happened. How are you going to get? How are you going to do that with 2,800 police officers? Right, but they didn't know that there were going to be that many police officers there. They just showed up. Right. That's why nothing happened. Right, they didn't plan on that. Scared the living crap out of them. Yep. And also, it's going to say that there were supposed to be thousands of protesters, but there wasn't. Okay. All right. They just said there was a whole bunch of people. How could they have two? There had to be more than 2,800 people there. There were 2,800 cops. Right? Our observers have been at some protests where there's been more police than protesters, Ferrer said. Protesters and demonstrators themselves numbered in the hundreds, not the thousands, as had been hoped. You know, one wow, they had a big surprise. There was no nobody did anything. There were hundreds of protests of two thousand eight hundred police officers. Are you crazy? The court, nobody's going to do anything. Uh, that we don't know anything. We don't know what would have happened without that police presence. I I, I guess we didn't want to find out. The other thing is that some uh, talk show host, one talk show host, said that Obama put the gabosh on this protesting and told them it's the kibosh if you're going to say that and told them don't don't even bother doing this like his administration went out with their peeps and told the protesters they don't go if you don't Susan, want to <laughs> that's what it was, that's a theory told, somebody else told the protesters well the protesters weren't protesters until they got to Cleveland so how could he have told the protesters what to do I'm just saying that's one person's opinion that it was called, you know, it was told. Well, they're going to have an excuse why there's a low turnout for everything they do. Usually they just lie about the numbers. But I guess when there's only hundreds of people showing up and there's 2,800 police officers, uh, it's kind of hard to keep a lid on it. We had big groups that said they were coming in that government dwindled down to nothing. See? There, I'll try it again. We had big groups that said they were coming in that got dwindled down to nothing, said Larry Bresler, lead organizer of Stop Poverty Now Rally. 
they weren't coming to Cleveland because the fear of violence. Uh, left-wing, left-wing lunatics come in droves and cause the violence. They're not afraid of the violence. When they're in groups, they're brave as heck. But they're in large groups. But when they're alone, they're cowards. Somebody should make those boots illegal. Someone should make your mouth illegal. All right, a down from Fox News. Secretary of State John Kerry said in Vienna on Friday that air conditioners and refrigerators are as big of a threat to life as the threat of terrorism posed by groups like the Islamic State. Can I have my pills, please? The Washington Examiner reported that I didn't even touch it. What is going on with this stupid... I have never had such a worthless piece of junk touch pad than this. I'm serious. I don't like these things. I never have, but this is stupid. It doesn't even have an edge scroll. you got these two fingers. It's got all those stupid swipe functions that are of no value other than to screw you up. And I turned all that off, and still, it's it's whacking out. Anyway, he thinks, uh, oh, by the way, this is one reason why I think you guys are crazy for buying all those smart air conditioners and smart refrigerators and smart freezers, and, because they're going to be turning those things off on you. It's just a matter of time. As you can see, Lurch says air conditioners and refrigerators are as big a threat to life as the threat of terrorism. Wow. And they say, they say us so-called climate change deniers. No, it's man-made climate change deniers. Climate changes, we know that. Climate changes all the time. You're the doofuses that think that men have something to do with it. We have, you look, people are too big and full of yourself. Uh, man, mankind isn't all that, all right? Don't worry, the planet is fine. It doesn't have a temperature. It's doing well. Uh, is that you correct? Make noise. Is that correct? Is what correct? What I just gave you. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's funny that you just said that. That man-made climate change doesn't exist, but man-made terrorism does. Is he an idiot? <laughs> this is actually made by man. The terrorism and the killing. The Washington Examiner reported that Lurch was a in Vienna to amend the 1987 Montreal Protocol that would phase out hydrofluorocarbons, or HFCs, from basic household and commercial appliances like air conditioners, refrigerators, and inhalers. Now, wait a minute. I thought we got rid of all these things in the 70s. When, when did they start putting fluorocarbons... Oh, wait, these are hydro... Did we go from fluorocarbons to hydrofluorocarbons? I thought we were getting rid of hydrofluorocarbons in the 70s. Or was it just fluorocarbons? I, I can't keep this stuff straight. All I know is we had to change everything in all our air conditioning and our vehicles and everything, and every refrigerator that needed to be recharged, we had to put this other stuff in it. And now, you, what are you trying to say? That, that the rest of the world didn't do it? Or that... 
the new stuff is no good too because you weren't very specific there lurch is it europeans hydrofluorocarbons or americans because like i said i thought we did away with them as we were working together in the challenge of isis and terrorism lurch said it's hard for some people to grasp it but what we you are doing here right now is of equal importance because it has the ability to literally save life on the planet itself my god the horror if they don't hurry up and get their new world socialist order then they're just, the whole thing's gonna explode kerry said that most of the substances banned in the montreal protocol have increased the use of hfcs and claimed that the coolant has thousands of times more potent than CO2. He added that the increase, HFCs, has led to the trend of global climate change. How come something, it's always something new that's contributing, that may contribute to global climate change. Now, CO2 didn't go over too well yet. It, it isn't working. So they're going to go to HFCs next, right? Because, after all, CO2, we just laugh at them. That's what we exhale, doofus. That's what the trees and all the green stuff, that's what they eat. They use that in photosynthesis to create oh, what we breathe, called oxygen. She, just think about it. Not a real crisis now, is there? The only crisis is we might get, we get, might get more vegetative growth. But no, they think it's going to cause deserts. No, it's not. Carbon dioxide does not cause deserts. It causes lush vegetation. That's a scientific fact. Unlike global man-made global climate change, which is junk. I gotta go to break. Send cooperative radio show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be back. <laughs> This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. You hear the headlines. You know health insurance is a real mess right now. Premiums have skyrocketed, and in most cases, you're stuck with your plan until open enrollment. But there's a government rule that allows you to qualify for lower health insurance rates if your life has changed. That means if you've changed jobs, if you're having a child, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, even if you run a small business or you're self-employed, this law may qualify you to get lower health insurance rates. Call the health insurance hotline today. Learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates. This is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates. So call right now to learn more. 800-296-1140. 800-296-1140. 800-296-1140. That's 800-296-1140. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. 
and you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. radio show and uh back to lurch and man-made global climate change which i'm so tired how do any of you people take this stuff seriously they start off with global warming then it goes to uh then it was climate chaos and then climate change and then man-made climate change and now global climate change can you have any more labels for the same damn thing it's ridiculous. If you you wouldn't even listen to these people anymore. Oh, we'll just keep relabeling it until something sticks. <laughs> anyway, since it is Sunday, we really need y'all to pray for us because everything we have is broken down. All our computers, 
are the internet, both our trucks, three snowmobiles. Right, I I don't have anything that really works besides the the pie. It's the only thing that's working right. <laughs> it's just, uh, anyway, so we could use all the prayers we can get because something evil is coming after us full time, and it's uh, we're really getting exhausted. So Lurch goes on, the use of hydrofluorocarbons is unfortunately growing, Lurch said. Already the HFCs use in refrigerators, it's used, doofus, in refrigerators, air conditioners, and other items are emitting an entire gigaton of carbon dioxide equivalent pollution. Who, who measured it? I want to know who weighed it, by the way, because, uh, you know, a, a ton is 2,000 pounds. Uh, a gigaton, wow. It's like uh, thousands of tons. <laughs> thousands of tons of something that floats up into the air? How is that possible? Shouldn't it sink? Shouldn't we be tripping over it or something? If it's a gigaton, I mean... Frankly, wouldn't it crush the ground it was on? It's a gigaton of carbon dioxide equivalent pollution. Carbon dioxide not being a pollutant, doofus, into the atmosphere annually. A, a gigaton. Again, that's not a measurement used for gases. <laughs> but you should know that since you're full of hot air. <laughs> Isn't he supposedly talking to scientists at this thing? I don't know who he's talking to, <laughs> but... As usual, you can tell there's no gray matter between the ears. <laughs> like, well, how could he get away with even saying that word? Have you noticed since Edward Kennedy died, and he can't talk in his ear like his little uh, man puppet, that suddenly this, this guy sounds stupider and stupider all the time? It's because he doesn't have any brains. Edward used to tell him what to think. Now he's dead. He does, he's, he's cut adrift. That's right, you you heard me lurch JFK as he used to uh sign his name in college, JFK. And of course he went on this he volunteered for the Swift boats, which oh were like the PT boats that JFK was on, and he always thought he was gonna be president of the United States. Well, it's not gonna happen, Lurch. Have you figured that out yet? Yes, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> and that chicken is sadly sick, man. Oh, goodness. That's a pathetic new, crow, man. The oh. new rooster. It's like he's crying. Oh. My girlfriend, Deb, said he's a tenor and Rooster Cogburn was a baritone. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rooster Cogburn. I hope he's in, in chicken heaven. Oh, let's see. He crows and he goes, oh, what the heck is that? I think he's hungry. You should hear the noises he makes, too, There's right, There's plenty Brian? of food around here to free range. The stupid rooster doesn't know any better because he's he raised over there in, in Sandland. My neighbor's <laughs> property is just nothing but decomposed granite. So I guess they, they don't have any food to eat over there. So they're not used to it. So he's 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 got to learn, though, because I don't overfeed my chickens. They, they could go eat grass seeds and grasshoppers and especially bugs, please. Mosquitoes. We don't have a lot of those, but what we do have. 
So back to the gigatons. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I say that, it's just it's I, amazingly funny. stupid. It is. It's just unbelievably stupid. I, I I'd like to know who's strong enough to throw a gigaton of hydrocarbons up into the atmosphere. And again, he's talking in front of, of a group of people that are supposed to have brains. Uh, supposed to be was the key word. And by the way, scientists today are more politicians than scientists. That's why there's so many of them that are on board with global climate change because they're socialists. They want New World Socialist Order too. They do. Now, if that sounds like a lot, my friends, it's because it is. It's the equivalent to emissions from nearly 300 coal-fired power plants every single year. Well, Lurch, can I ask you a question? Uh, did you give out something with your footnotes on it so that people could check all this nonsense that you spewed out of your mouth? Where do you get these numbers from? I want to know. Don't... Doesn't anybody demand that anymore? He's going to get up there, make a speech that he's going to start talking science, and he doesn't even know what science is. And uh, I want to know where you get your numbers from, buddy, because I'd like to meet the scientists that used tons as a measurement for hydrofluorocarbons. Because that's the stupidest scientist I've ever heard of. Members of the Montreal Protocol have met their obligations and have aided in the shrinking of the hole in the ozone what now there's a hole in the ozone to get well first of all there's always a hole in the ozone it grows wider it gets wider and it gets smaller it just does it on its own it doesn't need any help from us a long time ago they told us that the ozone the ozone closed what happened it's open again it's because it never closes period so they dig it up every every generation has to deal with this ozone hole again I, I'm not worried about the hole in the ozone. It's over the. It's over Alaska. I think I don't really care. It's so. It's always going to be there too. Anyway, but another way to to take more control over our lives. That's all. It's all about. It's all about power and control. As well as created jobs and improved the entire quality of life. Lurch said. I would think Canadians would disagree with you on this whole notion of creating jobs out of the green market. Last time I checked, every place that's tried has gone bust, including Spain and Germany. Members of the Montreal Protocol. You know, there's a reason why the rest of Canada can't stand the left and east coasts of Canada, because they're like the left and east coast here, full of a bunch of morons who believe in progressivism. Why would you? Why would you work at something that's designed to make you powerless? I did. It's amazing. These kids are so stupid now that they've got them brainwashed into believing that they want to be serfs. They want to be the proletariat. They want communism. They love Che Guevara. They don't even know Che Guevara was a monster. The Dr. Mangler of South America. Oh, and yeah, he was famous in Africa, too, by the way. All right, up down from Fox News. 
more than 1,000 people converged on a Wisconsin town Friday to honor a 14-year-old girl. That's, wait a minute. Does it start tomorrow, the convention? No, I got to be careful. I want to make sure I pay attention because I want to see all the violence. I want to watch that. I didn't watch the Republican one. I want to watch the Democrat one. Although three nights a week, I can't anyway. What? I don't know when it starts now because you got me confused. I probably, because I think I was confused because I was setting the recordings ahead. And so I came, obviously came across the DNC, which I guess is tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. I'd like to look it up, but I'm afraid of the internet. <laughs> internet is completely unstable. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <clears throat> to honor a 14-year-old girl with a fatal illness who has chosen end-of-life hospice care over surgery. Now, that is amazing. That one sentence is amazing to me, Brian. That this 14-year-old girl made that decision. How long has she been fighting it? She's probably That's tired. Right, exactly. And she probably doesn't want to put her family through anything else. It, the, to me, it's just courageous. Jerika Bolin, has, who has spinal muscular atrophy type 2, and this person obviously has cerebral atrophy type 2, a disease which is often fatal for adolescents. No, not no, not the cerebral one. Muscular dystrophy. Oh, it's muscular atrophy. What's the difference between muscular dystrophy and muscular atrophy? Spinal muscular atrophy, type two. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I've never heard of it at all, ever. I didn't even bother looking it up. A disease which is often fatal for adolescents. She has. To use a power wheelchair, a ventilator to help her breathe for 12 hours each day, and has had more than 30 surgeries since being diagnosed at just 8 months old, with her muscles further deteriorating after each procedure. At the end of August, rather than undergo another surgery, Bolin has instructed her mother to pull the plug on her ventilator and leave her to die. There were a lot of tears, but then I realized I'm going to be in a better place. And I'm not going to be in this terrible pain, Boland told the Appleton Post-Crescent last week. It's still, so, I'm so glad I found, I'm going to try to find one of these types of uh, um, stories when we do the ups and downs, because it just gives me hope in humanity. You know what I mean? I mean we really need hope. <laughs> we do. Boland's mother, Jen has vowed to spend the summer fulfilling her daughter's final wishes, which include trips to the movies, fireworks with her grandparents, sleepovers with friends, and the prom. Clad in a blue-green gown, Jerrica arrived at the venue after receiving an escort from 17 Appleton police squad cars and a fire truck. Isn't cool. that amazing? Lucky kid. I know. John Curran drove his family to Appleton from California, bringing a stuffed animal as a gift. See, you even Californians. I know. That's why I love this story. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's, there's good people in California. I know that. I just, uh, but you guys, but you all know if you listen to this show why I don't like California, because you don't like it for the same reason, even though you live there. I know it's gorgeous. The 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 climate is wonderful. That's what, that's what they say over in the Mediterranean, too. 
that's now being swamped by refugees. That's right. Don't worry. They're coming to a California town near you. Well, California is already swamped by illegal pieces of brown crap. Oh, yeah, doesn't matter. They're going to get more. You can forget about it. California's lost. Southern California, anyway, it's, it's just lost. It's gone. And unless we start deporting them, like, in mass, it's never going to get done. And especially if we don't seal the border. See, if we stop them from coming, then, by attrition, by, through deportation, we will eventually deport them all. It may take 20 years. But, it, hey, it can be done. It can. Absolutely so. It's a specious argument when they, how can you, you can't deport 12 million people. Because there's more than that. I could deport more than 12 million people. If I have enough time, I could deport every single one of them. But I won't have to because as the deportations go into effect in mass and they just keep happening every single day, they will start running away and fleeing to home. Especially because we're going to enforce the law on employers who hire them. Uh, we're not taking any excuses anymore. If the guy doesn't speak English and you accepted anything from him for paperwork to prove that he can work for you, then uh, you're going to get fined anyway because you're too stupid not to get fined. Either that or you did it on purpose and you're a criminal. Either way, you're going to get fined. So they won't be able to get work. So I don't know why they come here in the first place. And, of course, they're not going to be immediately cut off of all government benefits. Even citizens aren't supposed to get those. It's unconstitutional, sorry. Uh, certainly not giving it to illegal aliens. And pretty much, I'm, I'm pulling all this mandate from the states, too. i got to talk to Trump about this. All this nonsense about having to teach people in their own language and having to have everything that every form that you have in any language that exists within the borders of your state is absolute nonsense. You speak English or you suffer the consequences. We're not spending extra money and time on you. You're not even a citizen. You can't even speak English. Yeah, the times they will. If Trump gets in, the times they are a turning. And they know it. Oh, that's the chickens banging on the door. There it is, bang, bang. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, the fire truck. Post The Post Crescent. Man, you need to change that name immediately. The crescent moon being the symbol of Islam. The post-crescent. Uh, no. Change your name. Reported that she received banquets of bouquets of flowers from as far afield as Kuwait. Well-wishers came from far afield, too. John Carter drove his family to Appleton from California, bringing a stuffed animal gift. Oh, that's where I was. It's inspiring, it's sad and emotional, Karn said. It's the whole thing. She just captivated me. Out there on the dance floor, I didn't do nothing. <sighs> wow. Are you going to use your cursor keys like you did the last time? I was using my cursor keys. My hand touched the stupid pad, which now won't even respond to my commands. Nice. Anyway, it's uh, inspiring. It's sad. An emotional card said it's the whole thing. She just captivated me out there on the dance floor. She looks like she's living life. The first dance honors went to Jerrica's mother, Jen. The song, Martina McBride's In My Daughter's Eyes. 
Yay, happy story. Not really happy, sad. Yeah, I know. That's why I did an up and up down on it. Because, but you see how we Americans, by and large, Brian, we're we're a wonderful people. And it's unfortunate that all we hear is all the garbage. Because the the angry pieces of crap are the ones with the biggest mouths. That's why. The ones and the idiots—they're the ones. They're the ones with the biggest mouth. See, when you're stupid, when I grew up, you were told to keep your mouth shut. You were set. You t you would say to the child, "Son, you're not that smart. You really need to keep your mouth shut and listen." We forgot to do that with these kids. They just spout nonsense. It's just utter nonsense. They bought into the whole propaganda of the left of the left, which wants to subjugate the people. And they, for some reason, see it as liberating. But I won't have to go to work, and I won't have to pay my student loan. That's right, and you won't have anything either. Yay! Well, that's socialism and capitalism. you just poor forever. There's no moving up. There's no changing classes. There's no nothing. You're just poor and stuck. And your life's never going to get better. Ever. It might get worse. It'll never get better. Okay. Imagine so, living through that. <laughs> so what I need to do then, since you just brought that up, as soon as it loads, I'm going to play Noodle Boy, because that's a, that you brought that up. I don't have Let's listen to this. What would you say about those who would say classism works in the, in the same way? Well, like I described earlier, there are two fundamental classes that are just a plain fact in society. You either work for someone else or you work for yourself. And most people work for someone else in a way that they aren't free. Um, you don't really get to decide your work. For example, I work at Noodles, a restaurant, and basically it's a dictatorship there. Um, we're told exactly what we're going to cook, how we're going to cook it, what time we're going to get there, and basically if they don't like what they're doing, they try to tell us what to do. If we don't listen, they get rid of us. And so we don't, we're not able to actually cooperate in a way that we make decisions together. I try to convince my, my fellow employees that we should have a union at Noodles so it's a source of power to to start with. And then I think in terms of the bigger picture, when you look at revolutions, the way that you actually get rid of any sort of dictatorship um, is by having workers take control of the place where they work. Would your plan, your vision for noodles, sure. would it include the owner? What capacity we, would he be granted? Owner, if the owner wanted to cooperate with us as an equal and provide the skills that he had, we would definitely cooperate with him. He would have to advocate his position as being an owner and controller of us, and he would have to recognize that we we want to do this together. And basically, if he doesn't want to cooperate with us, he's against us. Yes. And what they what you can't say, I was watching a video of this when I that I grabbed this off of. And you cleaned it up very nicely. I cleaned it up a lot. It was horrible. Um <laughs> The social, the socialist guy there, the international socialist organization ISO, they had a table there, and they had the commie magazines, you know, the socialist magazines. And after the after he was done talking, he goes, "Oh, I'll take one of those." And it, and he goes, "Sure, five bucks." But he goes, 
There he goes. Well, I only have a 20. because I got change. Last time I checked, that was capitalism. <laughs> that's how, look, not all of them, but that's how our kids think. They do. I know. But the problem is that that's not how the world works. Nothing can work that way. Wait, believe me, if it could, we'd have done it already. I mean, we I should say we have, we probably have done it already. We certainly have experimented a lot with communism and socialism in the United States of America from our very founding. It has always failed miserably. And the excuse is, oh, just because there's not enough people that are doing it. If there were more people, it would succeed. No, if there were more people, there'd be more poor people. That would not succeed. Unless you're saying you want to make the whole world poor. You want to turn the whole wor world into Africa. If you want, if that's your goal, then you should be you should be supporting left wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards because they'll give you that. Yeah, you won't be the only poor person. Everyone will be poor. That'll teach him. Well, I love how he just without even a thought would allow the owner who's going to be putting out all his money for the. <laughs> the store to be part of it well I mean, that <laughs> it's nice but is he he owns the place that's the problem <laughs> uh, and nobody that doesn't that can't deal with showing up to work on time and doing what he's told is, is ever going to have a successful revolution you, you understand what i'm saying they first they'd have to get out of bed you gotta be kidding I, they're going to strain themselves? No, but they're getting paid for it now, Brian. They gave them an initiative, you know. That's not, that's not, no, no. Those are paid protesters. They don't count for anything. They're not, they're not protesters. They're professional protesters. They don't count. Nobody should ever pay attention to them. They're just getting paid to say what they're doing. They don't believe in it. And even if they do, they're still getting paid. So they wouldn't do it for free. See? Again. Wait, is that, that capitalism? I think so. Yeah, well, the unions are not individualist, capitalist, anything. They're about the union. They're collectivists. And the people that run the union live very nicely off their members. Notice they always have the nicest clothes, the, the nicest cars, the private jets, while the workers get what exactly? All that money is being taken away from employers of the people, of the employees of that union. And that's money that can't be given to those employees. Think about it. No, I'm sorry. Collectivism doesn't work in a vacuum. Do you have... Up. Got to go to a break. Send cooperative radio. Show you stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. Socialists, you will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. We built this city! You didn't build that! We built this city on rock and roll! We built this city! You didn't build that! 
Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Jeremiah was my pastor. He was a good friend of mine. I said I never heard a single nasty word he said, and I hope you'd believe that line. I had the audacity of hope that you'd believe that line. Now I'm saying, Reverend Wright was wrong. Jeremiah's gone now. He sleeps with the fishes in the deep blue sea. And he didn't speak for me. Whoops. Uh, there's no cause for alarm. We have everything under control. Uh, uh, because we know that something from nothing leaves something. Because you got to have something to run an economy. Something from nothing leaves something. The private sector is doing fine. President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. The recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, and I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met, and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these this so-called new liberal group. Uh, Jesus, they never, they never listen to your point of view, and they make a decision as to what you think, and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that uh, uh, image out for the average person. I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No. There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You built a factory out there, good for you. But I want to be clear, you moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You uh, were safe in your factory. 
because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect against this because of the work the rest of us did. Now look, you built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea. God bless. Keep a big hunk of it. But part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along. We are committed to all people. We do believe you can use government in a, in a good way. Well, government's the only thing that we all belong to. We're in different churches, different clubs, but we're together as a part of our city or our county or our state and our nation. Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. China is not one's friend. It's not one's friend? It's no one's friend. No one friend. <laughs> oh, you do the Chinese accent better than I do. <laughs> Isn't that racist? You racist bastard. I thought that was racist. I thought they said we're not allowed to do, like, nee, 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 nee. I like that. Oh, yeah, what was oh, that thing? Oh, me, Reiki, you. Remember that person who got arrested in uh, England for doing the karaoke? Um, no. China, the, one of the Chinese songs, that the, it was an American song. I forget it. Man. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, had, I did not read about that at all, as a matter of fact. Kung Fu Fighting. Kung Fu Fighting? It's a stupid disco song from the 70s. Why would anybody be upset about that? It's it's about kung fu, not Chinese. They said it was hate speech. They threw him in jail. Kung fu fighting is hate speech. But kung fu, even though invented by the Chinese, aren't, isn't just Chinese anymore. So I really don't understand the whole problem. And... Like I said, have a sense of humor about yourself, because otherwise you're ridiculous. Uh, China is no one's friend. From FoxNews.com, if you can't if you can't tell, I don't feel good today at all. And uh, my doctor screwed up my meds, and I'm without partial part of my meds, and I don't feel good. I don't... I'm in a bad mood, and I'm sure you... Already figured that out. All right. This is from Fox News. Southeast Asia's main grouping opened a meeting of their foreign ministers Sunday. Deeply divided on how to deal with China's territorial expansion in the South China Sea. That has impacted some of its members and whipped up an increasing diplomatic quagmire. Laos is hosting the gathering of the ten-nation Association of Southeast Asian Nations, which traditionally ends with a joint statement. But the sticking point is whether to include a reference to the South China Sea, A-S-E-A-N, cardinal principle, 
is decisions by consensus, which means any country can veto a proposal. This time it appears to be Cambodia, China's closest ally. In welcoming remarks, Laotian Foreign Minister Saleh Umse Komasith made no mention of the dispute. Why not? In 2012, because Cambodia vetoed it. In 2012, Cambodia, Cambodia also blocked a reference to the dispute, which ended with the ministers failing to issue a statement for the first time in the bloc's history. Despite conflicts and challenges, oh, by the way, we tried that 100% to get things done stuff. It was called the Articles of Confederation, and it didn't work. It failed miserably. Anybody that talks about the Articles of Confederation as something that was stolen from us is a is a buffoon, and he doesn't understand U.S. history at all. He's bought into talking points, mostly from the Anti-Federalists. Anti-Federalist papers. You've read the Anti-Federalist papers, of course. <clears throat> uh, the Sunday Talks. No. No, that's not it. Expansive claims. Oh, there we go. Uh, the permanent court. No, I was right the first time. I'm sorry. I told you. I not, I'm not good today. The Sunday talks are expected to deal with terrorism, economy, climate change, security, the impact of Brexit, and other issues. But at the top of everyone's mind is the July 12th decision by the Hague-based tribunal in a dispute between China and the Philippines. Um, where did I go? The Permanent Court of Arbitration found that China had no basis for its expansive claims to territorial waters around the Philippines. China has similar claims against other ASEAN, A-S-E-A-N, nations, including Vietnam and Malaysia, and the ruling should have emboldened A-S-E-A-N to challenge Beijing more forcibly. But that's being prevented by Cambodia, said diplomats, speaking on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to discuss the matter with the media. And yet you did anyway. They said the draft statement to be issued by the ministers on Tuesday left blank spaces between the heading South China Sea until a consensus can be reached. Now, two questions. We're not, we're not going to, are we going to do anything about it? And should we do anything about it? We're not going to do anything about it, and we should have already done something about it. How's that? Oh, shut up, crazy chicken. Laos, which also is a China ally, has tried carefully not taken sides because of their position as the host. What should we have done? We should have had the fleet patrolling the South China Sea the minute they start, they tried starting to do what they did in the South China Sea, uh, trying to build up coral reefs into islands, which destroy the coral reefs, by the way. Uh, no one talks about that. Why Why did we not stop it then? No, this is not going to happen, or there's going to be a, a conflict. We had an obligation, frankly, because we're supposed to protect Japan. That's why... We didn't allow it to have its own military and navy because we're supposed to provide protection for Japan 
So uh, why didn't we protect Japan and everybody else on our allies in the South China Sea area? Why didn't we protect them and do our job, our obligation, our international obligation, since the President Caesar cares so much about the international community? Doesn't give a crap about any of this. All he cares about is creation of the new socialist world order. It's all they care about. They don't care if China does whatever China does. It doesn't matter. Because when we're all global and everything will belong to everybody and everything will be everything and it'll just be regions, there'll be no countries and we'll all get along and we won't have to work for a living and we'll get money just for breathing and a place to live and retirement and medical care and dental care. Right. What? That's what they want. A diplomat who attended closed-door meetings told the Associated Press, Cambodia is the villain deja vu 2012. It's really a loyalist of the big country C, the diplomat said, referring to China. Tran Viet Thai, deputy director of the Institute of Strategic Studies, a Vietnamese government think tank, described the arbitration's tribunal's ruling as very important because theoretically at least it should help dissolve resolve disputes uphold the law and clarify the stance of the parties but at this point it is not a magic stick it's not a solution to everything but rather it needs to be combined with other measures the south china sea is dotted with reefs and rocky outcroppings that several governments claim including china and the philippines the arbitration panel didn't take a position on who owns the disputed territories. It did not conclude that many of them are legally rocks, even if they've been built into islands, and therefore do not include the international rights to develop the surrounding waters. That and other findings invalidated much of what China called its historic claims to the resource-rich sea. In order to ease tensions, China and the Philippines, and possibly other claimants, must define what the ruling means for fishing, offshore oil and gas exploration, and military and other activities in the vast body of water that lies between the southern Chinese coast and the Philippine archipelago. Let me explain that this is going to be used to push LOST, the Law of the Sea Treaty. It's been out there for years. This puts all the waters not controlled by individual nations 200 miles uh, 200 miles offshore is the, is the limit. International, all the rest of the waters and any contested waters will be controlled by the United Nations and all the resources in and under said water. This is waiting to be ratified. I don't know what they're going to do to get it ratified because I, I guess they'll just pass another thing in the Senate that says, no, no, it won't take two-thirds to ratify. It'll take two-thirds to override the president's ratification of the treaty, which is unconstitutional, because that's the Senate's power. No, no, Congress cannot pass its power to another branch just by passing legislation. They must amend the Constitution. Since it wasn't done, the power does not belong to the executive. And in the case of the, the, the last 
agreement that they put that they put through the Pacific, whatever. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't exist because he doesn't have the power, and the Senate does have the power to do to not have the power to give up their ratification power, which requires that the Senate ratify any treaty, two thirds agreement, two thirds of Congress. That's it. No, there's no way around it. That's it. And trade treaties are trade treaties. They're treaties. You see? Trade treaties. Treaty. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. The executive can negotiate a trade treaty. They cannot put it, put into practice any treaty unless it's ratified by the Senate. And bad news to those people who think they understand the Constitution, if anything is ratified by the Senate, any treaty, that violates the states or the national constitution, then the treaty is supreme law of the land. I know you don't understand notwithstanding. You should really look it up. It means regardless. So regardless of whether it's in, viol in violation of the federal state treaties, it is the supreme law of the land. That's a fact. And it makes sense when you think of it. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they give that power to say just two-thirds of the Senate can change the Constitution? What are you talking about? How much How much does it take for them to amend the Constitution? Huh? Oh, what's that, two-thirds? Oh, it's the same thing, you see? Two-thirds. Two-thirds, two-thirds. Okay. Now, who could, who is supposed to control the Senate and did until the 17th Amendment under Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson? That's right, the states. So it would be the same as the states amending the Constitution through two-thirds vote. It's the same thing, you see? It's actually more, because states only have required three-fourths, and it's two-thirds. Anyway, that's the, re that's the reasoning behind that, and it's quite sound. See? But we should have we never accepted that the 17th Amendment was ever proper we should have never allowed it to be ratified we should have never allowed the 16th i'm sorry i don't believe we did there is no way three-fourths of the states agreed to an income tax and and to give up their their power over the senate i'm sorry i don't see that do you how is that possible i want to see the paperwork on that one doesn't matter as soon as we get back to the constitution we're appealing it Okay, uh, in order to ease tensions, China, the Philippines, and possibly other claimants must define what the ruling means for fishing, offshore oil, and gas exploration, and military and other activities in the vast body of water that lies between the southern Ch Chinese coast and the Philippine archipelago. China has rejected the ruling as bogus and called the bilateral negotiations with the Philippines in recent days, its military has staged live firing exercises in the area and said it would begin regular aerial patrols over the sea and also has asserted that it will not be deterred from continuing construction of its man-made islands. The Philippines also remains in a tight spot 
Despite the legal and moral victory it gained through the tribunal's decision, it simply cannot afford to antagonize China, especially since the country's new president, Rodrigo Duterte. What? How did they get it? Someone Hispanic in China. Where the hell did that come from? Rodrigo Duterte? That's not Chinese. That's bizarre. Has made friendly overtures to Beijing. Oh, that's the Philippines. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread it. That's the Philippines president, Rodrigo Duterte. That makes more sense. Has made friendly overtures to Beijing to repair relations that were strained under his predecessor, Benino Aquino III. The meetings will also be notable for the presence of Myanmar Foreign Minister Aung Sun Sui Kyi, who will be attending an ASEAN meeting for the first time in that role since her party took power earlier this year after decades of military rule. The Myanmar. The Filipino president is the one that told his people to arm themselves. Good for him. Because you never know when China's going to come knocking. Well, he also said because of the terrorists. We have to protect ourselves from terrorism. Because there is a lot of Muslims oh, in the but, Philippines. But wait, wait, wait. That makes no sense. Isn't our president calling for us to disarm because of terrorism? Isn't the reason for terrorism guns? I'm confused. He said fight terrorism with guns. Our president says give up your guns. Gee, I wish... I wish I, w I wish I knew which one really cared about his people. It's a tough one. Rock, Chester. The other thing, Brian, before you move on, in that vein, they're telling in us vein, to, they're telling no us to love the terrorists, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> I mean, love will conquer all. We're going <laughs> to defeat them with love. That'll teach them. What a dumb thing to say. Do you know how many young people have said that on the internet to me? What? what? How? Oh, yeah. They Are try to. Oh, me? yeah. You're just a hater. You don't understand. You can't defeat terrorism with hate. You can't defeat hate with hate. You've got to defeat hate with love. I mean, that, that's a lovely sentiment. But it has no place in physical confrontation. So while they're cutting off. Meanwhile, while you're loving me, I'll be beating the hell out of you. What? How does that work? I, I was going to say. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Or if they're cutting off their heads, they're just going to keep saying they love them while they're screaming in agony? I think some people really do mix up the messages in the Bible. I, I should say a lot of people do. But then again, it's not their fault. There's a lot of people who call themselves ministers and pastors that are speaking utter tripe and not teaching biblically anything because they're communists, they're socialists, they're progressives, and that's evil. That's anti-God, not pro-God. Liberty's pro-God, because liberty is what God gave us. Free will. Also, Brian, when we were listening to a couple of episodes of The World Builders, they were bringing that up, how the pastors really do have to rise up like they did well, of old. Well, good luck. Because, but, but they're how saying... How are you going to depose them in these mega churches? Where they put on these great shows and everyone has a great time. I don't know. They drink wine and eat brie and... Uh, watch a show and what a bunch of nonsense how do you get those people to understand that, that that guy's lying to you and that's not what the scriptures mean nobody understands them anymore we used to speak scriptures uh, honest to god we used to speak scripturally 
and none of and you won't even have noticed it. I didn't even notice it, and I'm a minister. It's been a long time since I studied the Bible, and uh, I do want I do think I'm going to start up again. Yeah, that's the other thing that they brought up. They were going through the speeches of Benjamin Franklin and um, Patrick Henry. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. It was how many how many scriptural references did they make in nine sentences? That was pretty cool. It was thirteen in nine sentences. I thought that whole segment was really cool. It was pretty cool because you wouldn't recognize you wouldn't recognize it unless he explained it to you. But they were drawing when they, all the speeches they were making in Congress and and. And on the floor for the uh, Constitution and blah, blah, blah. During the Constitutional Convention, they were making biblical arguments. That The Bible was everything to them back there. We were a Christian nation, overwhelmingly Christian. Judeo-Christian, yes, because Christianity comes to add, not to... Comes to add to, not take away. So, Judeo-Christian. All Christians should be Judeo-Christians, because that's what Jesus said. I have not come to change, but to add to. And he was speaking as a Jew, as a rabbi, by the way. And he came to add to what the Jewish teachings were, not remove them. Hence why we still follow the Ten Commandments. Right? With that, we'll go to a break. Send Cooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned. Close. We'll be right back. <laughs> Socialists, you will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 
What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Corporate Radio Show, and it's time for the political smackdown. Forget about it. I'm not doing it. <clears throat> From Fox News, the Obama administration's relative silence in Turkey's alarming crackdown following last week's failed coup attempt in town amount to a green light for President Recep Tayyip Erdogan to continue his assault on democracy in the NATO nation, experts say. Question about Erdogan's ongoing roundup of some uh, 50,000 academics. What does that mean, academics? What does that mean anymore? Judges, teachers, soldiers, civil servants, and the declaration Wednesday of a state of emergency. A State Department official earlier this week meekly warned against overreach. I cannot overstate the sense of the Turkish government and the Turkish people right now that they truly felt and truly feel under threat, State Department spokesman Mark Toner told an Associated Press reporter at a department briefing. 
We support completely the efforts to bring the perpetrators of the coup to justice. We just also caution against any kind of overreach that goes beyond that. But then pressed, I'm sorry, but when pressed, Toner declined to characterize the arrest, firing, or suspension of the tens of thousands of Turkish government workers as overreach. Erdogan's government, which blames the U.S.-based cleric Fethullah Gulen for inciting the coup attempt in which more than 200 people were killed and members of the military briefly commandeered tanks, aircraft, and communication channels, has reacted with a vengeance. Of course, it had to be the U.S.-based cleric. Uh, not Has it nothing to do with Islam or Muslims, right? Nothing. It had nothing. No. U.S. It's the U.S.'s fault. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. The U.S. didn't create Islam. The state of emergency gives Erdogan and his cabinet new powers to implement laws without parliamentary approval. It also allows Ankara to sense immediate broadcasts, search citizens, impose curfews, and restrict gatherings, both public and private. And right now, the whole Chicago progressive movement's salivating, going, this is what we want, this is what we want! Exactly, that's why I put this up. Because they're going to take, they're going to do this playbook right here. This isn't much of a playbook. Erdogan has simultaneously demanded the U.S. hand over Gulen, a one-time Erdogan ally who lives in a Pennsylvania mountain compound and runs a profitable chain of Islamic charter schools. There should be no Islamic charter Thank schools. You. There should be no Islamic anything in this country. I, I had no idea there was such a thing as an Islamic charter school. Not on, not only they have their own schools, which is just a, a step away from Sharia law teaching these kids. They're getting paid for the charter school by our taxpayer I dollars. I keep trying to tell you, there's no magic Sharia law anywhere. It comes from the teachings of Muhammad. You can take Sharia law away. It doesn't matter what you call how they're going to deal with people who violate what they call their faith, which is anti-Judeo-Christian. If you'd like, if you want an explanation of how I keep calling it evil, it is the anti-Judeo-Christian religion. That is what it is, pure and simple. And if you don't think that's evil, then you're obviously one of those doofusai that had a bad experience with a Christian once, and now all Christians are horrible. Oh, I'm such a baby. That's right. Let 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 well, let a Christian family who was not very Christian, by the way, what they did wasn't Christian. That's not Christianity. So you can't blame Christianity just because some Christians are idiots. And again, they're getting taxpayer dollars for these schools. And no, there's just not some Muslims doing terrorism. There's bazillion Muslims doing terrorism. I know not all billion of them, if they do exist in that number, are doing it. It doesn't matter. And large, large, large numbers, they are doing it. And it's just a matter of time before the rest join in. Pay attention to what happened during the Irish winter, uh, Arab winter out there. Did you pay attention to what happened? All the peaceful Muslims, what happened? They all got violent. Oh, my gosh. How is that possible? They were so regular and just good neighbors, and suddenly they're killing everybody. Well, that's Islam.
that should you know what that should be that should be a show in America like you know no not like America like uh what was this old show like Leave It to Beaver so like those old shows uh you know our father knows best that's Islam that's Cookie Islam let's make it a whole sitcom <laughs> uh be funny uh <clears throat> no everybody involved would have been killed but it maybe that would wake people up in america anyway where was i in this dying story uh school secretary of state john lurch carey has said the department is considering the request but it remains unclear what evidence erdogan's administration has provided now, if he's all the way here in Pennsylvania, how the heck could he cause people to rise up in Turkey? What the heck is this guy talking about? Former U.S. ambassador, I have no problems with turning him over. You're a Muslim, and you're a Muslim cleric. Someone says, I, I want you to turn him over, I'm turning you over. It's not going to happen because Obamanists won't allow it. He's, he protects Islam. He protects the Muslim Brotherhood. He protects Palestinians. Former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations John Bolton said the crackdown shows Erdogan has taken advantage of the failed coup to further strengthen his grip on power. The strong man, who has ruled Turkey as either president or prime minister since 2001, has been steadily stripping the long, proudly secular nation of its constitutional freedoms and increasingly adopted Islamist rhetoric. There is no Islamist. That's a made-up word by the U.S. No Islamists exist. They are Muslims. No, no. They're all Muslims. They're all capable of violence. Every single one of them. They study the same religion. Nobody's hijacking anything except planes. When he was mayor of Istanbul, which used to be called Constantinople, by the way, during Christendom, when he was mayor of Istanbul 20 years ago, he said, democracy is like a streetcar. You ride it to the stop you want, and then you get off. Bolton said of Erdogan, this will enable him to pursue his objective of Islamicizing the Turkish government and overturning the secular constitution that's what's underway. I don't think there's much question about it. Bolton said that the Obamanist administration appears to have done very little to pressure Turkey to ease up on its people, either politically or beyond behind the scenes. That gives Erdogan all the encouragement he needs, Bolton said. The situation will continue to deteriorate as Erdogan arrests more people and puts them in jails, he said. Oh, wait till it happens here. The European Union has more aggressively sought to rein in the crackdown, with two EU officials warning Thursday that Turkey's declaration of a state of emergency had led to unacceptable decisions on the education system, judiciary, and the media. Why? Uh, the What about over here? The progs have taken over the education system, the judiciary, and the media. Well, how is that any different for Turkey? We're doing it here right now. Why why can't Turkey do it? Why don't we stop our government from doing it? 
We call on Turkish authorities to respect, under any circumstances, the rule of law, human rights, and fundamental freedoms, including the right of all individuals concerned to a fair trial. EU High Representative Frederica Mogherini and Commissioner Johan Hahn said in a statement. See, the only difference, the only reason the EU isn't upset that this government's doing it over here is because it's progressivism that's doing it, not Islam. See, over there, it's Islam. It's turning Islamic. They won't allow that. It's okay to, to do whatever you want to the people and take all their rights away as long as you don't do it in the name of Islam. But if you do it in the name of progressivism, that's 100% acceptable. As a matter of fact, it's encouraged. Ahmed Yalla, who was chairman of the sociology department at Haran University. By the way, sociology is really a construct of socialism and should not be taught. No, the topic should not be taught in the way that it is taught. Again, social studies, all of them, are nothing but socialist programs. Should not be taught in our schools, but they are. <clears throat> so anyway, department. he was a uh, sociology department chairman and a former police chief in Turkey, said many of those <clears throat> being rounded up in Turkey include the Muslims' nation's bulwark against terrorism. Police soldiers and judges deemed disloyal to Erdogan have been detained, leaving a diminished human infrastructure to deal with security threats, he said. Those are the people who are fighting against terrorism in Turkey, said Yala, who fled to the U.S. eight months ago when ISIS threatened his life for interrogating terrorist defectors. Yala said Erdogan's dangerous dance with ISIS tactically supporting, tacitly supporting the terror group. <clears throat> Excuse me. What, what do you want, crazy chicken? And allowing foreign fighters to pass through Turkey on their way to the terrorist army's caliphate could combine with the post-coup unrest to threaten the nation's stability. In the near future, Turkey will face a lot of danger coming from terrorism because the newly appointed officers in the military and police are not going to be able to fight or deal with terrorism threats that exist in the country, especially by Erdogan's allowing the terrorists inside the country, he said. Well, if he's turning the country Islamic, isn't he going to join the caliphate? Or is this a different sect of Islam? According minds want to know. But this story doesn't say because I don't. There are no journalists anymore. They're just propagandist spin machines. They don't know how to really report anything. Then they better they better understand how not to report. Oh, we can't tell them that. That's not good. Again from Fox News. Oh. Governor Terry McAuliffe's action restoring the voting rights of more than 200,000 felons was unconstitutional. Virginia's highest court ruled Friday, siding with the Republican lawmakers who said the governor overstepped his authority. Of course he did. Made legislation from the executive branch. That's a no-no. Yeah, but he's doing it because Caesar's doing it and getting away with it. Right. But he's not Caesar. That's what he doesn't understand. 
in a four to three decision. Even even with a split court, one of the progs sided with the correct side of the court. No, it's that they're not conservatives. They're originalists. There's a difference. Originalist means oh they're gonna look at the constitutional based on the original intent of those who created it. Textualists just look at the words and manipulate them to for it to be what they want it to be. Not what the people who wrote it wanted it to be. Because, you know, oh over time things change and meanings of things change and yep, 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 and no, not law. It does not. Unless you're a progressive, then it does. But even one of the progressives moved over to, and they are progressives, because they are politically motivated. The other side is not about politics. It's about truth. It's about the real law. But even so, even that side, not even supposed, knows they're not supposed to be hearing the cases they're hearing, and they're hearing them anyway, and having opinions on them, and having those opinions be considered law, and that is unconstitutional. So every single one of them are serving in bad behavior, and every single one of them should be impeached. The other thing that's their pet peeve with this is the felons getting their rights back. Okay. Um, I have a question for all the Christian conservatives out there. I get arrested for a crime. I get thrown in jail. I lose all my rights. I'm in prison. I'm a prisoner. I'm a convict. I do my time. I come out the door. What what would you like me to do with the rest of my life? Uh, I can't get a job because if you're a felon, they won't hire you. I, I suppose I can't vote. I can't have firearms, which last time I checked was an unalienable right. How do you how do you justify that one, conservatives? How do you justify saying that an ex-con does not have his God-given right that cannot be removed or given away? except by coercive force. What right do you have to take his unalienable right away that is granted to him by his cre or her creator? Frankly, I wouldn't want to go to my creator having done that, because that's a mortal sin. That's undoing what God does. God granted free will. Who are you to take it away? God granted us unalienable rights. Who are you to take it away? So these are the these this this is where I start running into problems with conservatives because they they don't understand that it, you can't have you can't have convicted felons. What what was the what does the progs think they're doing in uh in prison to convicts? They're rehabilitating them, rehabilitating them to do what? To go into society to do what? He can't get a job. How is he gonna eat? He can't work. He can't have a gun. He can't vote. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things he can he or she can't do. And the overuse, by the way, of these these uh, sexual predator lists uh, are ridiculous. If there's any kind of anything that had to do in any way with sex, you're on the list and you're on it for life. And that's ridiculous. I understand. Again, if somebody's too dangerous to release onto the streets, then don't. Otherwise, they get their rights back. I don't care if they're a pedophile. Again, if they can't 
if they're a danger to children, then they shouldn't be released from a safer environment like prison or the loony bin where they can get medical treatment for their Dame Bramage that causes pedophilia, just like the Dame Bramage that causes homosexuality, which is why they won't say it about pedophilia out loud. It's in the treatment manual for now, but it won't be. <clears throat> but they don't ever say it out loud. Oh, they need psychiatric care. Oh, no, they were born that way, just like homosexuals were born that way. You can't, you can't fix that. Well, then I guess he stays in the loony bin forever. Or she. Whatever. Or it. Whatever the case may be. No, I'm not doing all these LGBT things. I don't. It's. You're either male, female, or an it. You're either a heterosexual or you're an it. Got it? Because I don't really care. You need help. There's something wrong with you. We all know it. We're afraid to even say it out loud. Well, I'm not. But a lot of people are. Oh, my God, you homophobic bigot. How can I be a bigot? I know all about homosexuality. I had a family member who was a homosexual. I had friends that were homosexual. I had, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, co, well, members of my organization who were homosexual. And I had a, a conglomeration of sysops that ran bullet board systems. I understand homosexual. I understand homosexuals. They're mentally damaged. I understand quite quite readily. And they'll be the first to tell you if you ask them. And if they like you, that they're they've all been sexually harassed as children, and that's really why they're homosexuals. But they don't tell anybody outside the community that. So I guess I shouldn't have said that out loud because now they're all gonna be mad at me. Aww. No, oh, the gay mafia is going to come after me. First, you have to change your name because there's no such thing as the happy mafia. Who's afraid of the happy mafia? Homosexual mafia, on the other hand, and that's scary. So in a four to three decision, the Supreme Court of Virginia ordered, oh, it's the Supreme Court of Virginia. See, I get confused. I see Supreme Court, I think national right away. I know. No, it's of Virginia. Well, that's good, because they're supposed to be the ones dealing with this stuff, not the Supreme Federal Courts aren't, at, at any rate. In a 4-3 decision, the Supreme Court of Virginia ordered the state to cancel the registration of the more than 11,000 felons who had signed up to vote so far <clears throat> under the governor's April executive order. Will everybody get it through their head? Executive orders are inter departmental memos yep and if that interpartment department can do anything to people then it shouldn't exist in the first place so get your houses in order again we don't need a convention of state that's going to break and destroy the constitution and ensure our we will never see our republic again what we need is to take our states back from the ground up it's the only way it can work because it requires the people to be educated in what the Constitution means and the founding of this nation. Otherwise, how are we expected to get back to it and enforce upon it to the federal government? It's we, the people, are supposed to enforce it through our state governments, and if need be, through the jury pool, whatever it takes, the electoral boxes. 
We, it, we enforce the Constitution. We tell the government what powers it has. It doesn't tell us. I'm talking about in the real constitutional republic, not in this this mess. It's just a mess. It's nothing but a gigantic mess. And again, the only people that can fix it are you. And it isn't going to be by sending people to the national government either. It'll never happen. Never. Mark my words, never. If you keep sending the R's and D's up there, it's never going to happen. The Republic, there's not many conservatives left in the Republican Party. So really, you're only putting progs up there. And progs only want to advance progressive agenda, which is to move us to serfdom, redistribute wealth, social justice. Social justice is a made-up thing. There's no such thing. None. It means trying to make life fair for everybody, equal for everybody. That's impossible. You cannot guarantee equal outcomes to everybody. It doesn't work that way. Never will, unless it's misery. If you want to live like Cubans, oh, man, they can guarantee that in a heartbeat. You want to live like Venezuelans? Well, they can do that. Pick a country. They can do it. Because anything but liberty, they can do. Well, look at how accepting everybody is of freaking homosexuals and transgender. They had, they were speaking at the RNC. I know. I'm sorry. Bruce, this is ridiculous. Bruce Jenner is a freak, and he. I don't care if he calls himself Caitlyn. He is still Bruce Jenner, and by the way, he doesn't even have close to an effeminate voice. He sounds horrible. It's not that it's a masculine voice; it's, it's a horrible voice in general. It sounds like you damaged it somehow. Oh, wait, I can think of a way. Never mind, I won't say that. Uh, I can't say that. Mixed company, you think, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, <clears throat> top Republicans call it a major victory for the Constitution, the rule of law, and Commonwealth of Virginia. Like you care. Our nation was founded on the principle, the only thing they care about is they know felons are going to vote for Democrats because, well, it was the Democrat governor who gave him the right to vote so you had to know there were that's that's what the republicans are upset about otherwise they would get if they if they could get republic if they could get them to vote for republicans they they'd be all for them voting even though this is nothing but kabuki theater it seems like they really care uh, about the the circus and bread uh i i guess they don't want you to figure it out that they're all they're all in it against us. Our nation was founded. Man, you should burst into flames. I, our nation was founded on the principle of limited government and separation of powers. These principles, yes, not co-equal branches of powers. That was actually stated right. Separation of powers, no co-equal, because they're not co-equal. They're not in any way, shape, or form equal, any more than life's fair. Life doesn't care about you. Well, life isn't a thing. It doesn't. Ha it can't care about anything. But I'll tell you one thing. The one thing that is equal, all men are created equal, and all men are guaranteed that the laws of physics will apply apply equally to everybody. 
That's how life's fair. Other than that, there's nothing fair about life. Life doesn't guarantee you success because, you know, they're winners and they're losers. That's the way it goes. In any kind of conflict, in any kind of uh, competition, there's going to be winners and losers, except in nowadays public school land. I know. No such thing. Everybody gets a trophy. What's the trophy worth if everybody has it? Why Why would I want it? It's so ugly. I'm like sitting on my dresser. Why? Participation trophy. I had to smash the thing on the spot. I'd be like, bang, I lost, dang it. <laughs> Give trophy. I like to win. But Because you're bringing up some really good points, you know, Again, there were homosexuals <coughs> speaking at the RNC. This is nobody even blinked at CPAC as well, and no one blinked. Log log cabin Republicans is a homosexual group. What homosexuals are allowed to be Republicans and vote Republican if they like? Most of them don't, but if you like, go ahead. We just again, we don't have to even know you're a homo. How would we know? When you walked into the voting booth, that you're a homosexual. Unless you broadcast it, how am I to know? See, I, we never used to know. You would stand right next to the person. You wouldn't even know they were a homosexual. Now they got to make sure you know about it. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. No. <laughs> that was pretty funny that uh, when I was listening to Mark Levin, I don't know if you heard him or not. Because you actually have stopped listening to him. <laughs> I, I can't listen to him anymore. He's lost his mind. I'm sorry. Well, he actually said he he was saying LGBTQ, and he didn't know what the Q was. Oh, and he looked it up. And then he looked it up. And then he said it meant questioning. <laughs> and then, no. 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 This is the second time they've brought this back in, in about two years. It means queer and questioning. Not just questioning. Yes, and we're always... so. What was he afraid to read the word queer or write the word queer or say the word queer? What's <laughs> what's the problem with saying queer? You know what queer means, right? Different. Odd, weird, bizarre. <laughs> not different. I mean, it's different, but no, odd. I can't it, even as believe, in bizarre. I can't believe that this is part of our vernacular now. What queer always has been? No, I'm saying all of it. Again, they should they, all of it. They should not be upset. They should never have been upset that we called them queers. Queer was is is a word that means odd, bizarre, and that's who they are. Odd and bizarre, right? Yeah, especially the flaming ones, right? Pretty odd, pretty bizarre, pretty out there, right? Well, queer fit perfectly. They're queer. Everybody understood that. Oh, odd, crazy, uh, weird, bizarre. Got it. Okay, now I don't know. They're they're this that. Then they then they ended up being. Then they landed on gay, and everybody accepted it. I'm like, why? Has anybody ever met a happy gay person? Then they're not gay. Gay means happy. Homosexuals are not inherently happy. Actually, as I already pointed out, they're damaged mentally and they're very unhappy and usually depressive. Always going through bouts of depression. It's it's like it's not, they're either related or they're depressed. There's nothing in between. They're they're on top of the world or they're in hell. It's it's just a roller coaster ride that never ends. Why? Because they need help, mental help, and you're not helping them, telling them they're normal. And I gotta go to break. Young Crawford Radio Show. 
You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. How horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, we have a little humor for you called You Might Be a Liberal. If you think Durka Durka Murtha Jihad is your hero, you might be a liberal. If you sit around all day thinking about ways of getting rid of President George W. Bush, you might be a liberal. If your children are channel surfing on the television and they come across the Fox News channel and suddenly stand up and yell, Heil Hitler! Uh, you might be a liberal. If you think Rush Limbaugh is the Antichrist, you might be a liberal. If you think the United Nations should rule the world, you might be a liberal. If you feel that Bill Clinton was the best president in the history of the United States of America, you might be a liberal. If you vote for a candidate because they are good-looking, you might be liberal. If you think Nancy Pelosi is brilliant, you might be liberal. If you base your life on the slogan, if it feels good, do it, you might be liberal. If you're waiting for your topia to begin, you might be a liberal. If you believe there is no right or wrong, but it's a personal decision, man, you might be a liberal. And lastly, if you name your children Moon Unit, Apple, or Seven, you might be a liberal. She'll be all right for a while, for a while she can smile until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well, you couldn't tell that she fakes crying. Oh, this is so exciting! Damn it! 
God, dude, look how dirty and crappy everything is. Eric, Costa Rica is a third world country. These people are much poorer than those in the U.S. Well, why the hell don't they get jobs? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Who can make the sun rise? Promise you the moon. Cover you with health care and a miracle or two. Obama can. Obama can. Oh, Obama can, man. Obama can, man. As president, I expect to be judged and should be judged by the results of this program. Breaking news, the uh, May jobs report just came out and the numbers are not good. So the unemployment rate went up. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Government payroll is down 13,000, construction down 28,000. 300,000 more long-term unemployed. The U.S. saw the smallest increase in jobs in a year. Any way you slice it, uh, looks like last summer all over again. Practically nothing about this report that was positive. Well, this is Obama's economy, that's fine. Give it to me. Okay, and welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show, Hour Three. Three. I have no energy. Sorry. Well, that's because... I also because have half my brain time behind my back. Because your, the VA screwed up your medication order. And you are no longer on a medication that you need. <sighs> Congratulations. The veterans are doing so much better, Brian. It doesn't really matter why. It's for whatever reason. It doesn't matter why. It just matters that I am. Yeah, well, I want the folks to know out there that veterans are dying by the droves. Nothing is getting better. Well, that's true. It is not getting better. Back to Virginia and the... And, and my God, they elected McAuliffe. I know. A Democrat operative. I know. For God's sake. But they did bust in yep. a ton of black people to do it. And everybody knew it. How come nothing... How come the votes weren't thrown Look, out? Deb, my girlfriend Deb that I do the Women of the Revolution show with, she lives in Virginia. She actually witnessed it, and she contacted the election board, and nothing was done. Well, who controls the election board? The board of elections in that state? Oh, yeah, Democrats. What did you... You reported Democrat, Democrat fraud, voter fraud, to the Democrat election board, who helps them commit fraud. You should have laughed at her. That was that was not very conservative. What the heck? She wasn't thinking clearly at all. It's Virginia, for Christ's sakes. Look, Virginia's lost. So everybody knows. It's gone. Virginia is not coming back. It's too close to DC. It's too many too many politicians live in Virginia. They polluted they polluted all the states around them. Our, what was, uh, blah, 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 our nation was founded, a spokesman for McAuliffe, which says funny because he wished to be a spokesperson. A spokesman for McAuliffe didn't immediately respond to a request for comment Friday. 
you think he could respond for himself. The executive order restored voting rights of felons who completed their sentences and also allowed them to run for public office, serve on a jury, and become a notary republic. Why do I always say notary republic? <laughs> I've been saying that forever. Notary public, of course. Republican lawmakers swiftly sued, arguing that governors cannot restore rights in mass but must consider each former offender's case individually. Of course, that's true. McCullough's administration and backers countered that there's nothing in the Constitution that says or even implies that governors must restore a person's rights on a case-by-case -case basis. Well, you don't have you don't have the right to restore anything as a governor. You have the you have the right to pardon. That's all. And you can't pardon a whole just a whole class of people. You have to pardon an individual. Yeah. Sorry, but that's what it means, bud. But the Supreme Court rejected that argument Friday, calling it overstated at best, that being the Virginia State Supreme Court. This is how I always get confused when they say Supreme Court. There's only one Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, but there are many state Supreme Courts. Chief Justice Donald Lemons, who wrote the opinion for the court, said the claim that governors can grant blanket pardons is irreconcilable with the requirement in the Constitution that governors must report to lawmakers the particulars of every case and state his reasons for each pardon. This requirement implies a specificity. Oh, man, I can't believe I can't say that word tonight specificity and particularity wholly lacking in a blanket group pardon of a host of unnamed and to some extent still unknown number of convicted felons lemons wrote well so much for that plan what are you gonna do now mccullough what crazy nonsense are you gonna pull now oh speaking of crazy oh, i didn't even know this was coming from from the <laughs> the Communist News Network, Debbie Washerwoman Schultz announced Sunday she is stepping down as chairwoman of the Democrat National Committee at the end of the party's convention, which is set to begin here Monday. Gee, I wonder why did they finally figure out what a lunatic she was? But then again, it's the party of lunatics, so I don't quite get it. Oh, she has. Oh, right. Probably getting a better job. That's it. She's probably going to K Street or something, make lots of money. The Florida Congresswoman's resignation under pressure from top Democrats comes amid the release of leaked emails. Oh, emails. The, oh, the leaked emails from WikiLeaks. If you didn't know this, they just released a whole bunch of emails that they got off uh, the DNC's servers. Uh, so the, after, amid the release of leaked emails showing DNC staffers favoring Hitlery Rotten Clinton over Bernie Socialist Sanders in the party's 2016 primary contest. Feel the burn. Her announcement that she was leaving had pro-Sanders supporters cheering during a demonstration in Philadelphia 
you do realize they did they didn't even release the good stuff the stuff where they were ahead of time talking about the fact that it doesn't matter what happens this dog and pony show is interesting but we all we already have the delegates locked up for clinton so from the beginning they knew clinton was going to be the nominee from the beginning it was it was done deal that's how the demon crab party works it's our turn that's it it's done the delegates from the beginning the all important delegates were already locked into hitlery he couldn't win he couldn't get enough delegates to win he would have to try and break them away from hitlery like he did try didn't work so so bernie was never had a chance never had a chance to win so you bernie sanders supporters out there i i was saying this the whole time this is great give it a good showing and the kids are going crazy over over basically wanting a communist revolution congratulations uh now what what communist revolution ever turned out well i just want to know and the only founding father who was ever atheist was turned to god do you know why post french revolutionary war where he saw the hard atrocities they did to people afterwards and he said no government can be good for man unless god is a part of it and that's why we're failing now because the seculars the leftists the kooks the atheists they've let they've taken god away there's no god in our government without god government could do there is no right or wrong god they can do whatever they want up there right there's no God in government. There's no right and wrong in government. It's just government. Well, that's what you get. You th This is the government you get. And it ain't, you ain't seen nothing yet. These uh, millennial commies get their way, and we're all going to be sorry. And I have a clip, an old clip from her that I'd like to play. Washerwoman? Yep. All right, go ahead. Uh, the Israeli ambassador to the United States today called out the chairwoman of the Democratic National Committee and categorically denied that he ever said Republican policies were bad for Israel. The back and forth began yesterday when the chairwoman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the congresswoman from Florida, criticized the Republican attacks on the president over Israel. She told a group of people at the DNC, quote, we know and I've heard no less than Ambassador Michael Oren say this, that what the Republicans are doing is dangerous for Israel. Earlier today, Ambassador Oren issued a statement denying that he'd ever called Republican policies harmful for Israel. We're going to kill this last break. And that his nation has friends in both the United States political parties. As I mentioned, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is with us. He says he didn't say that. And I didn't say he said that. And unfortunately, that, uh, that comment was reported by a conservative newspaper. Not surprising that they would deliberately... Now, inconvenient having a recording of you saying what you said you didn't say. Yep. Don't you think? Yep. That was great. You she got is that. the most gigantic liar on the planet. And Shep Smith. Yeah, is that's a back prog. when I had more time on my hands. Yeah, and Shep Smith turned into a prog. Notice yeah, they're all disgusting. coming out, right? I, I I wasn't even sure he wasn't a homosexual the way he 
dresses. <laughs> you and... always said that. <laughs> you did. We don't watch Fox News, by the way. And you know, a lot more and more people haven't even watched it in almost a year. Yeah. I... That's why they Sorry. got rid of, that's why Murdoch's back it's in. It's like I don't leave, it's like I can't listen to Mark Levin. He's lost his mind and I'm not going to sit there and listen to it. He's just lost his mind. He's, he's got to get over it. He lost. Cruz lost. It's over. Cruz lost. It's over. Now, stop fighting for Hitlery. That's all Mark Levin's doing. He's just doing the work for Hitlery. He's just encouraging people not to vote for Donald Trump. And who else? Well, then you're either not going to vote or you're going to vote for Hitlery. Or you're going to vote for some third party who's not going to win. I'm sorry. You can vote third party if that's your conscience. Have at it. But you better test your conscience because... If, in fact, this election, and I know every election, this election is the most important election. Yeah, I know you haven't heard me say that. This election? Come on now. He's not even done with the damage he's going to do on the way out the door. She comes in on the other end. It's over for us. So, Mark Levin, how's your conscience going to sit with that when the when America goes and the world falls and now we're all part of the new world socialist order just because you can't get over yourself? Really? That's what it's about. He's pissed off that he didn't have enough power to get Cruz elected. That's the bottom line. And he should get over himself. That's what happens to him with uh, with the Liberty Amendments, too. He gets too full of himself, and he makes an ass of himself. And if you read the book and you don't think he's an ass, you don't know anything about the Constitution. You heard me. I don't care if Rollins is for it. Back to the Debbie Washerwoman Schultz, that gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I, I forgot I had got that. That's old. That's... I haven't gotten any new sound bites in a long time. But, yeah, I've got a whole, gee, I've got a bunch of them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them that I just, we haven't been playing. I think we're going to start playing more of them. And the crazy chicken, I hope you get to hear the crazy things he does. He has, he's funny. He talk, He doesn't sound anything like my other chickens. And he's, uh, he's one of those long-haired Hippie freak chickens, like Rastafarian chicken. So even when he gets his feathers back, he looks goofy. But without him, man, that's just... He's just a weird-looking chicken. The Where was I? Bernie Sanders. Her announcement that she was leaving had pro-Sanders supporters cheering during the demonstration in Philadelphia and Donald Trump crowing. In her statement, Washerwoman Schultz said that she remains committed to seeing Clinton elected president. She talked with both President Caesar Barack Obama and Clinton before making her announcement, a Democrat source said. Going forward, the best way for me to accomplish these goals is to step down as party chair at the end of this convention, Washerwoman Schultz said, because she, I don't know, she just... I can't tell. She's like almost always lying. Is she lying? She's not, is she really going to step down? As party chair this week, I will open and close the convention, and I will address our delegates about the stakes involved in this election, not only for Democrats, but for all Americans, she continued. She may briefly address the delegates on Monday for a few minutes, a scenario to which the Clinton and Sanders campaigns have tentatively agreed, sources said. 
Washerwoman Schultz had faced intense pressure over the weekend to quit her post, several Democrat leaders told the Communist News Network, urging her to quell a growing controversy threatening to disrupt Clinton's nominating convention. Sanders issued a statement calling for a new direction for the party that would welcome the working class and young voters and remain neutral in future Democrat primary contests. Why do they insist on calling themselves Democratic? You know what's so They're funny? They're the Democrat Party. That is their registered name. They are not the Democratic Party. They are not Democratic at all. And the funny thing about this is... First, well, first of all, the sad part is Clinton is still walking around. The second thing is who she picked for vice president isn't commie enough for them. They're complaining he's not communist enough for them. Who did she pick? Uh, Kane. I forget his name. What? He was a governor of something. I forget. It might be in here. I thought for sure she was going to go with uh, Pocahontas. Nope. No, we don't call her that anymore. I do because it's it stick it stuck. It's no, no, the good. dirty. Nah, it's, it didn't stick. Pocahontas stuck. Okay, because <laughs> you were calling her the dirty hippie. That's how nicknames work. You, you know, it's some they just stick. I mean, that's it. I think I played her today too. Yeah, I did. The dirty hippie. Yeah, I did. Uh, yep. The dirty stinking hippie. The dirty stinking lion hippie. Debbie Washerwoman Schultz has made the right decision for the future of the Democrat Party, Sanders said. While she deserves thanks for years of service, the party now needs new leadership that will open the doors of the party and welcome in working people and young people, he added. The party leadership must also always remain impartial in the presidential nominating process, something which did not occur in the 2016 race. DNC Vice Chair Donna Brazil will serve as interim chair through the election. I'm not a lunatic. Uh, it was announced Sunday. She is a Communist News Network political commentator. And notice it had to be a woman. I'm just saying. And their, and their nominee had to be a woman. I'm just saying. Why? And why, why are progressive women insane? And ugly. Oh, right. They believe in progressivism. I forgot. Separately, a Democrat operative said Hispanic leaders close to Clinton and her high command were discussing Housing Secretary Julian Castro as a possible successor to Washerwoman Schultz. I knew, you know, at the DNC helm. Everyone swore that he was going to be her VP, but they had to get this Julian Castro in somewhere. This dude. Is he the, now the vice president? No, 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 not him. That's what they, you just said. No, I said they were saying that he, she was going to pick him. Then they were saying she was going to pick Washerman Schultz, and then she picked this Kane person. It's and, Washerwoman Schultz. And, uh, but I knew they had to get this idiot in there one way or another. This is this man and he's, his brother. He's, yeah, he's a big progressive this, jackass. And, and his brother, they're identical twins, and they were playing all kinds of games, switching each other out at functions, this whole thing that nobody even talks so about. So what? What do you talk? Because that's dishonest. Not really. <laughs> they come as a package deal. Sort of like those Muslims on that 
show Quantico? The Muslim twins? Yes. Okay, that must have been the crazy chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I swear to God, it's, 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 I'm going gonna, gonna to nickname it the Joker. Um, chance of Debbie is done! Debbie is resigned! Broke out at a pro-Sanders rally in Philadelphia after the news was announced. Party officials decided Saturday that Washerwoman Schultz would... Where'd it go? Separately, where was I? Uh, party officials decided Saturday that Washerwoman Schultz would not have a major speaking role or preside over daily convention proceedings this week. The DNC Rules Committee has named Representative Marcia Fudge, Democrat, Ohio. What a, what a delicious last name. As permanent chair of the convention, according to a DNC source, she will gavel each session to order and will gavel each session closed. She's been quarantined, another top Democrat set of washerwoman salts, following a meeting Saturday night, but before her announcement that she was leaving. Earlier Sunday, David Axelrod, a former top advisor to Obama's presidential campaigns, and a Communist News Network senior political commentator said Washington Schultz should resign. I would ask her to step aside. I would ask her to step aside because she's a distraction in a week that is Hitlery rotten Clinton's week, Axelrod told Communist News Network's Jake Tapper on State of the Union. Oh, my God. There isn't a show worth watching on CNN. No, there isn't. And or I MSLSD or Fox News, frankly. And I can't believe Axelrod is still waving his pie hole around. I mean, I guess I, I guess uh, Sean Hannity's show is still worth watching. You know, I loved when you were talking about social studies shouldn't even be taught. And the first thing I thought of was O'Reilly. Yes, I know. He understands the Constitution and history because he was a social studies teacher. He wrote a book about Reagan. Are you kidding me? Anybody could do research and write a write a biography. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good. I'm sure it wasn't. He, no, because he's an idiot. And he actually got slammed for it. He's a New Yorker. He's someone that's never studied U.S. history. You t- you don't have to know U.S. history to be a social studies teacher. They don't teach U.S. history. They deconstruct it. It's completely different. They they re they they put things through a different view through a different viewfinder, if you will, uh, and. He just he's a pompous ass from New York. He's too stupid and arrogant and haughty to dare go study what the Constitution really means on his own. He just won't do it. He won't waste his time. He's too busy. He's too important. That's what I mean. People that get paid to do this stuff for a living, I have no respect for. If they don't, it didn't go out and do what I did. Learn the founding. Learn the Constitution. Understand it. Understand the truth of American history. Before you can open your pie hole about it. Well, but who the hell wants to listen to O'Reilly? He's he's incredible. He's not credible. Yeah, but you know what? You could say the same thing about Trump, huh? You just Trump said- is not a commentator on air. He is not as a news show. He's not a news analysis and commentator. He's a private individual that's running for president. Like that's never happened before. Yeah. We didn't only used to take lawyers. No, though. we didn't. No, it did not. <laughs> oh, you want to know? You oh, while we're talking about this and the, and the uh, conventions and all, when I was listening to 
No, I actually, was I watching it or listening to it? I don't know. I was watching it. They were the commentators that were at the beginning of the RNC um, from these networks, these idiot networks. One of them literally said that the most, hopefully this is not going to be the most boring convention or most boring president like Calvin Coolidge was. The bo Who said that? Some of these, one of these commentators from CNN or MMS MSLSD. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. And I forgot to boring? tell you that day. Boring. The Roaring Twenties was boring? I forgot to tell you that day. Oh, you're right. Day. The Roaring Twenties. That was boring. <laughs> Calvin Coolidge, the guy who never wanted to be vice president and then never wanted to be president, and was both. Uh, it was Harding Coolidge ticket that started it, and it was Harding who died and Coolidge who continued in his place. And they cut the taxes on the rich. That's why they don't like talking about it. Oh, that's boring. I hope it's not as boring as him. Cutting taxes on the rich. And uh, I'm sorry, Andrew Mellon, as the treasurer, reported more money coming into the tax coffers by the rich people than when it was at a higher tax rate. So they did it again. Guess what? It happened again. It was amazing. Rich people paid more money in taxes when they lowered the actual tax rate. By the time they were done, it was down to about 22%. And each time, the rich paid more money in taxes, not less. Yeah. He now, you can't figure, you can't, you lefties can't figure that out because it takes critical thinking and you don't have that or you wouldn't be a lefty. Yeah, he said it was boring. He said he was a boring president. <laughs> like, he, no, he wasn't. He was a great president. I know. He got he government should, off every industry's backs. He got lowered the, he lowered taxes. He, he basically he, he recreated liberty, and we had the Roaring Twenties, <clears throat> and the stupid idiots on the left are buying the crud that their professors teach them that, oh, the Roaring Twenties caused the Great Depression. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. It was Hoover that caused the Great Depression, undoing everything the Coolidge-Harding administration did. Everything. Reversed everything, including cracking down on industry. He undid everything they did and caused the Great Depression. That's what caused it. Hoover didn't do nothing like you're told by your pointy-headed professors. That's a lie. He was a progressive like Teddy Roosevelt was. Only he was in the Republican Party like Teddy Roosevelt was. And he ruled as a progressive like Teddy Roosevelt did. And the economy suffered and crashed. That and, the, of course, the Federal Reserve had been created by Tommy the Company, which Wilson had been messing around with the economy, which was amazing because even with the Federal Reserve in existence, the Harding-Culling administration, the economy just roared and kept growing no matter what they did over, over there. They hated it. They're the ones that helped cause with Hoover the Great Depression. That's something nobody knows because the... People at the Federal Reserve run around telling everybody that they were created to pre to prevent the Great Depression from ever happening again. Oh, well, really? Then why were you created in 1913? Wait, the Great Depression hadn't begun yet. That was 1928. What do you mean? What's going on? How could that be? You were already invented. That's because they caused the Great Depression. They don't want you to know that. They caused this recession. They have caused every recession. Every bubble and every burst has been created by the Federal Reserve in our economy. That's why they exist, because they create artificial bubbles 
which eventually burst by manipulating the economy. We do not have a free economy. We do not have capitalism in this country, just so you know. Crony socialism, more like it. Well, it's a it's a morphing of crony capitalism with socialism. It's really disgusting. That's what we have. <laughs> I knew that would get you going. <laughs> what, what what got me going? Huh? Did I say so? <laughs> Uh, after she announced she was out, Axelrod tweeted, I find this quibbling over whether at DWS tweets uh, leaves now or Friday is silly. What difference does it make? Oh, no, Clinton supporter. What difference does it make? She's out. She's leaving. Move on. Dot org. Obamanus issued a statement saying for the last eight years, Chairwoman Debbie Washerwoman Schultz has had my back. This afternoon, I called her to let her know that I'm grateful. And Clinton thanked Washerwoman Schultz for her leadership of the party, all saying she's going on to bigger and better things. She's going to be rich and wealthy and powerful. Every Prague's dream. Okay. Bye-bye, Debbie. Okay, you can move on. <laughs> Debbie does Washington. <laughs> Debbie washes floors. <laughs> No, you just didn't understand the joke. I did. Um, I, <laughs> okay, I am grateful done. of Debbie. I'm sorry. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Washington. I'm grateful to Debbie. Well, she calls herself Debbie, not Deborah, for getting the Democrat Party to this year's historic convention in Philly. And I know that this week's event will be a success thanks to her hard work and leadership, Clinton said. Trump also waited, tweeting and misspelling, Washerwoman Schultz's name. Good. Who gives a crap? She's not important. Today proves what I have always known, that at Rince Priebus is the tough one and the smart one, not Debbie Washerwoman Schultz. Washerwoman Schultz already had reluctantly agreed to relinquishing her speaking role at the convention here. She remains a convention superdelegate. Her stewardship of the DNC has been under fire, through most of the presidential primary process. But her removal from the convention stage comes following the release of nearly 20,000 emails. One email appears to show DNC staffers asking how they can reference Sanders' faith to weaken him in the eyes of Southern voters. He doesn't, doesn't have faith. He's a commie. Does he? And how, <laughs> If he had faith, how would that weaken it with Southern voters? Southern voters have faith. I don't understand the whole sentence now. Another seems to depict that attorneys advising the committee on how to defend Clinton against an accusation by Sanders' campaign of not living up to a joint fundraising agreement. Before the announcement, Sanders on Sunday told Tapper, the release of the DNC emails that shows its staffers working against him underscores the position he's held for months. Washerwoman Schultz needs to go. I don't think she is qualified to be the chair of the DNC. She's qualified to be a house cleaner. I don't, not only for these awful emails, which revealed the prejudice of the DNC, but also because we need a party that reaches out to working people and young people. And I don't think her leadership style is doing that, Sanders told Tapper on State of the Union, on the eve of the Democrat National Convention in Philadelphia. Wait a minute, on the eve. 
Tomorrow. I, she, it's past tense. I don't think our leadership stopped with doing it. Sanders told Tapper on State of the Union on the eve of the Democrat National Convention in Philadelphia. Unless they said it today. I don't know. Maybe it did happen last week. I'm confused. I don't know. Third base. I don't. I didn't even watch the Republican. I I, I just can't be bothered. But I'm sure. I'm sure Donald was great. I'm sure it was great. He's got to do great things. Nobody gets that joke. It's I, kicking I, off tomorrow in Philadelphia. Aha! Now we know. See, internet. It's a wonderful thing. I'm not an atheist, he said. Wait a bit. You're a communist. You have to be an atheist. Anyway, uh, he's a socialist. This is something you don't understand. He's a socialist, not a progressive. This is why he's going, I don't think she should be leading the Democrat Party. Uh, the Democrat Party shouldn't be socialist, Bernie. Uh, so, And by the way, I didn't know this throughout history. Progressives hate, hate socialists and communists. They consider them dirty little... Dirty little proletariat worker. They, they're above that. They're elite socialists, progressives. You no, know, you had to explain yeah. that to one of our conservatives on the phone about that. Oh, no, most people don't get it. Yeah, you, you had to explain. No, progressives don't like socialists and <laughs> no. conservatives and communists and vice versa. That's why USSR and uh, Nazis didn't get along. Germany, Nazis didn't get along. Same reason. Well, they're both socialists. No, they're different, though. <laughs> they're different. They're they're, they're dirty uh, communist workers party people. Uh, the communist socialists in uh, over in the USSR were, were above all that. They consider themselves the same. Now we got progressives, and progressives think that they're, they're that's it. It's got to be. It's progressivism. Progressivism is going to rule the world. When I say new world socialist order, uh, it's not going to be socialist. It's going to be progressive. Which is socialist, but progressive, but socialist. <laughs> Don't start with that. Start with the other paper. Okay. Must be hour three. Must be end of show. That's an unusual time to do this. <clears throat> okay. Got to do all this blah, blah, blah stuff. First of all, we have some paid commercials on the show you might have noticed. We do not get paid for airing them. If you hear them, please write down the phone number in the ad if you're interested in the product. Because if you don't call that phone number, we won't get paid. That's how we get paid. We get paid for leads. In other words, we send them, we send you to them, we get we get money. Whether they seal the deal or not, we get money. So, and I'm not, don't give me, I said if you're interested. If you're not interested, don't play a game just to try and get us money because I don't like that. Don't do that. It's not right. Uh but I don't want to lose money either, so do write down the phone number so you don't go on your own later on the webpage, and then we don't get paid. The ad company doesn't get paid. And it's just unhappiness everywhere. All right, you can hear our show live Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also download all our shows and listen to all our shows live and recorded at uncooperativeradio.com. It's kind of a disjointed way of putting it. It's all one thing. Uh, you we're play. You can hear us live, and you can download all our shows and listen to all our recordings at uncooperativeradio.com. You can also hear us on iHeart, which a lot of you do, iTunes, which I have no way of tracking, TalkShoe, which I can, Podbean, which, we which don't I don't know, know 
we have uh, <laughs> we have a YouTube channel. Please go over there. The progs that kill they're attacking the, the the channel like crazy. I had to fill out twenty seven copyright infringement disputes. Yeah, but you won. And I had to fill out four appeals to those. Uh, you don't even want to know. Right. But and when you... you when this company made me appeal it, they got my private information, so yep. you had to give it to them so they can contact me. It must have been what they wanted because right after they got that, they dropped it. Yep. Cute, huh? Yeah. And this guilty until proven innocent crap has to stop. I didn't even know there were that many. I didn't get a notification. I don't know why. I just didn't get them. I'm getting them now. But there was they went all, they went all the way back to 2012 to flag my, my shows incorrectly wrong, full of crap. It's a game. It's just a game they're playing, trying to shut it down. And uh, they did a pretty good job there for a while. But I decided to open up my YouTube channel. I really wasn't using it. But I decided now to open it up. And I need you to go over there and like it, love it, comment on it, have at it, and uh, tell all the dirty progs to go to hell. You can also do that on our Facebook page. Just do uncooperative radio and you search on any of these places. And there's also a Twitter page for those at, on Twitter. And for those listening on Twitter, you should be pissed and get over there and, and join up the Twitter page. Because, I mean, it's just not right what they did. It's canceling my Twitter page. They got rid of it. Zeroed it out. I had to restart it last week. So, yeah, of course, you have no followers when you do that. You go start back at zero. I'm really sick of the progs being in charge of social media, aren't you? Very much so. Who knew that this would happen? Come on, conservatives. We need some alternatives out there. We need a businessman, an entrepreneur with some, res you know, with some resources to open up a conservative Facebook, a conservative Twitter. There is more of us than that. There was an attempt to open up a conservative Facebook. I don't know what happened to it. Something called something to do with fire. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was Twitter or Facebook. I thought it was Facebook, but I should search because I I'm a, I joined over there in the very beginning, but nobody was there, so it was kind of, it was kind of boring. It was sitting there, been you know listening to crickets. But uh, I should go back and check to see how they're doing because we do need alternatives uh, because they're shutting us down. They're deciding whose who's posts are going to be elevated and whose posts are going to be suppressed. And there's, on Facebook, they're suppressing all the conservatives. On Twitter, they're hassling all the conservatives. And that's because the progressives are at, at war with all the conservatives, even Yes, even the stupid ones that made all this money out of nowhere and they were young. How did they do that? Oh, someone gave them money, obviously, for no apparent reason because they didn't have any money. They didn't have anything but an idea. Why would anybody give them money? I mean, really, you don't give giant business loans to 20-year-olds. But, see, they have an in. They're Jewish. No, they're, no, that's a serious thing. It's different if you're Jewish because they always try and get their they, their family started in business. That's how come they're always so successful at business. Nothing wrong with that. The Chinese, same way. When you go to a Chinese restaurant, when they, all their Chinese relatives will live in the, the same building. There's like 20,000 of them, and they work downstairs in the restaurant, and they don't hire anybody that's not family. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Freedom of association, go away. 
Anyway, we're rebroadcasted on redstatetalkradio.com, and that's important. You need to go over there and check that out. Lots of good hosts over there, 24-7 Conservative Talk Radio. If you haven't been there yet, please go back, go over there and check it out. If you have been there, didn't really like the lineup, the lineup has completely changed. Go back and check it again. I'm sure you'll be pleased with the changes that has happened over at redstatetalkradio.com. While you're there, please pick up the newsletter. It's free. It's it's professionally done. It's It's an excellent job. You'll like it. If you don't, unsubscribe. We don't care. Uh, through RedsDayTalkRadio.com, you can also hear us on TuneIn and talk stream live. Also, Roku. There's a Roku channel. Now, the schedule for our shows on RedsDayTalkRadio.com, it, hopefully it will stay this way for a while. Uh, Saturdays, 12 to 3 p.m. and 6 to 9 p.m. On the Prime Channel. Encore. Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Mondays, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. Wednesdays, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Saturdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Ta-da! And again, you I told you everywhere to find the show. There's probably more places I forgot to tell you about like uh top talkers but you'll find it if you do a search i guarantee it okay you're done with this article we're done with debbie watcher woman <laughs> oh he's not an atheist so i don't understand why would she say let's tell him about his faith if it was atheist because that's lack of faith that's not faith i see that's what was confusing me so they think he's an atheist he says he's not I don't know. He's only a socialist, not a communist. If he's communist, he can't be. He can't believe in God. I guess as a socialist, he can. I, I, I don't know. Socialism is just a stepping stone to communism. So the communist planks of the manifesto still stand. Uh, he's, he's just Barney. He's just Bernie. Feel the burn, man. Feel the burn. Yeah, yeah. Government's great. Government's great. Industry's evil. Government's great. Government should take care of all your needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have to pay for your your education, it should be free. Yeah, 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 that's a ticket. Ism, don't buy into it. From World Net Daily, despite a Republican convention featuring public rules fights and Donald Trump being stiff-armed by his closest rival to the nomination, one of the leading conservative insurgents in Congress believes the party is unifying around core principles and could get a lot of good done for the American people if GOP congressional leaders would just do it. Yeah, in other words, get on the Trump train. Representative David Bratt. No, I don't even have to hold my nose to vote for Donald Trump the way I did for Romney. But no, I didn't vote for McCain. I only voted for Romney because of Obaminus. I didn't vote for Romney, really. I voted against Obaminus, which is how I advise you to look at this election. Do not vote. If you don't like Trump, don't vote for Trump. But vote against Hitlery. What? Vote against Hitlery. A vote for Trump is a vote against Hitlery. It doesn't have to be a vote for Trump. You could, you could be firing Hitlery. <laughs> See? No, just say no to Hitlery. Look, I've got myself through quite a few elections that way in the in the in the day. Uh, when in doubt, 
fire him, you know? You know you don't want Hitlery? Vote against her. A vote against her means you vote for Trump. But you're not voting for Trump. You're voting against Hitlery. So when people ask you, no, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I voted against Hitlery. But I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, where were we? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Representative David Bratt, Republican, Virginia, shot to prominence in the summer of 2014 when he stunned then-House Majority Leader Eric Cantor in a congressional primary. I got a question for you. Who? What writer at World Net Daily calls him one of the leading conservative insurgents in Congress? Conservatives are insurgents now? My lord, Cruz is not an insurgent. He's a conservative. Yes, I know he's a conservative. And by the way, Trump's conservative too. How conservative? I don't know yet. We'll have to see. He's not he's not a in politic kind of guy. So you gotta kinda wait to see what he does. But I've read everything he says he's gonna do. And I believe he means it. And if he does it, it will be great for America. It will be great for America. And no, it won't get our republic back. I don't care if you put Ron Paul as president, you're not going to get the republic back. Not that way. That can't happen. It can only happen from the ground up. We the people have to make it happen. Otherwise, it doesn't it won't work. There is no other way to get back the constitutional republic but through the we the people because that's how the constitutional republic works. We, the people, have to understand it, we have to know it, and we have to enforce it. We have to enforce the Constitution on the national government, not not sit around and watch it do whatever the heck it wants and say, elections have consequences. Not supposed to have consequences. We're supposed to have the rule of law, not the rule of man. Sound familiar? Well, right now we have the rule of man. Uh, <clears throat> Brad is also the author of American Underdog, proof that principles matter. While he admits this has been a very contentious year within Republican ranks, Brad told World Net Daily and Radio America he believes the party can coalesce around the key pillars of American greatness in Western civilization itself, the Judeo-Christian tradition, the rule of law, and the free market system, Brad said. Yeah, we don't have a free market system. We haven't had one my whole life. So how are you? How is this going to magically reappear? We don't have the rule of law either. <laughs> no, we don't. We have the rule of man, as I already said. Uh, those three happen in a certain order in Western canon. If you look at countries that have those three pieces, you're looking at countries that have good civil rights, political liberties, role of women, clean environment, better economic growth, higher standard of living, good health care. He believes the Republican nominee appreciates that bedrock. Donald Trump is affirmative on all three of those, Brad said. The left is a full frontal assault on all of them. Brad quickly admits several differences remain between Trump and many Republicans, but he sees the amount of common ground slowly growing. There's some divergence between House Speaker Paul Ryan and Trump and various groups, he said. But on those three pillars that made us great, we're all unified. We're all fighting for those three. Sometimes we get lost down in the weeds.
But at the 30,000-foot level, I feel pretty good about where we're going. Brat wants to see much more in the way of specifics from Trump, but he believes what we've seen so far is far is so far is encouraging. I can tell you it is encouraging. I, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody else that was up there could do what Donald Trump could do for us. No other politician up there was going to do for us what Donald Trump will do for us. He will get head us back on the right course. He'll right the ship. It's not going to get us to harbor because we're a long way away from harbor. We've been sailing for over 100 years in the wrong direction. But he can right the ship and point it in the right direction and head back. That's what he's going to do. Is he going to be perfect? No. Nobody's perfect anyway, but God. So stop saying perfect all the time. Nobody and nothing is perfect except God. No, you actually... I do that to people on the phone now with tech support and customer service. <laughs> you actually do Yeah, do I do. That. Be any chance of getting back to a republic because they've been permanently... Brainwashed. They've been worse than brainwashed. They've remapped their brain while it's growing to think us the wrong way so that when it comes time, they won't understand that individuality is a good thing. Being a responsible, personal responsibility is a good thing. Believing in God and goodness and is, is the right thing to do. They don't teach any of this anymore. We need to go back to it. What made us great, Judeo-Christian tradition, that's what made us great. That's what will make us great again. Let's get prayer back in public schools, and I mean Christian prayer, not Muslim. And by the way, no Muslims in school. No, you can't go to public school if you're a Muslim. Sorry, you have to go to private school because you're a Muslim. You're not a Christian. You're. We don't recognize your faith. And you want to kill us. And so we don't like you. I'm sorry. Your beliefs tell tell you to kill us. And eventually you will. It's just how, how long it's going to take you to get around to it. But you will. When the time comes and all the rest of the fuzzy fuzzies are going crazy, they'll go crazy too. You just watch it. Because their so-called God commands it. Yes. Lucifer commands it. By all means, listen. And by the way, I don't give a rat's behind what Speaker Paul Ryan, and I hope Trump and Ryan have a gorge between them, because Ryan is a progressive. He's one of the party elites, but that is what a progressive is. It's an elite socialist. Trump already put some stuff out on paper. Promises on judges. Yep, we got his... The Supreme Court judges are excellent. He's got a tax plan on paper. Eh, eh. And he's been zooming in more and more with Mike Pence. That's a good sign of a conservative move. So I think we're heading in the right direction, Brad said. Understand, Donald Trump is still learning. His And his uh, his opinions, his politics are still shaping and molding. There are stuff, there's stuff he's learning that he didn't know before. Because, well, he just wasn't that interested in politics. Busy making money. It's a lot more fun. While details of Trump's agenda trickle out, congressional Republicans are waging their own public relations campaign known as A Better Way. 
Speaker Ryan is laying out policy proposals in a variety of areas designed to shrink government. Yes, in itsy bitsy pieces. Oh, it's so good. His plan, his tax plan was great. You had to get behind it. You know, in 10 years, he would have balanced the budget. 10 years of borrowing over $20 trillion. 10, 10 more years of borrowing. That's his plan. That's not a plan. And by the way, there's no way to enforce that plan because anybody, who's, most people who put it into law would likely not, be, might not be in the next Congress. How do they know they're going to be in there for 10 years? How do you know one side's going to be in charge for 10 years? That's You can't legislate anything past your term. Or, or you're joking. You're kidding everybody. And you're only fooling yourself. I'm sure everybody has caught on to this trick by now. The question is, uh, no, no, no. What did I do? What did I do? Trump's agenda trickle out. Oh, there we go. Uh, Speaker Ryan is laying out proposals. Government regulations and lives of Americans brought things. Some proposals are better than others. But said one question bothers him about the House GOP campaign. The whole question is, when are we going to do it? We've been in charge for for years, six years. Senate, House, the deficit this year is $535 billion under Republican leadership. They'll point that they'll point that the deficit is down from 1.2 trillion. Yeah, so what? It's still it's like saying, "Oh good, look austerity." No, you borrowed 535 billion dollars. It's not austerity. That's going into debt. He know who notes that issues ranging from tax reform to authorizing military action to immigration need to be addressed. People want to see us take action now. Not always promising action a year later, Brad said. There's nothing you can do about authorizing military action. The president doesn't need your permission. If you want the president to need your permission, you must amend the Constitution. I'm sorry, but that's clearly the power of the executive, the commander-in-chief, to make war as he sees fit. It's your job to rein him in if you don't. It's your job to declare war if you're crazy enough. I can't conceive of a situation where we would do it unless we have another declared world war this congress has never done it through history never presidents wage war and they they may later give them uh you know pass legislation that authorizes it but he doesn't need the legislation he doesn't need the position i know about the act that they signed into law that's supposed to make him come to them in so many days and this and that and the other again you can't legislate power away or two they can't say the president doesn't have the power the constitution gives him unless they amend the constitution it's simple this is not complicated stuff this is how it works no more power until you amend the Constitution. That's it. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't live. You can't look at it through a different eye, interpret it any way you want, textually. Just by saying I'm a textualist, as a judge, you should be removed from the bench. Absolutely not. No, textualist is not accepted. I don't give a crap what law school teaches. And I'm out of time. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're at it.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.